Are we going to get the message? Oh, hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I'm one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the host, Paul. And we're joined by team podcasts, Charlotte and Kevin Donna. Couldn't get these words out there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I forgot the names already. That's how important they are. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, so this weekend, it's going to be a bit of a a double header um we thought we'd give a little bit of a special treat shall we say just because with charlotte getting out with jail and um finally and um, she wasn't getting used to that prison food bless her nope. <laughs> i was cooking oh, but yeah so we're going to spoil this a little bit so this one is my pick just because i am such a fan of the show of um, like I say, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So we're going for the Nine Nine. I wish I could do, do have the theme tune on without without like say Facebook shutting us down. <laughs> but yes, so you only have um, to wait thirty seconds and then put it on. All right, <laughs> did not know, did not know that. I will know that in the future, and I will exploit it to the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so we're talking about the nine nine, and we're going to talk about everyone's sex tapes and all all that fun and jazz. So uh, <laughs> it'll be quite, quite interesting. And Sunday we're going to do a, a special episode. Charlotte's been begging us to do it for <laughs> since she's got in. She's, she's going to get a Winchester fix. So we're going to talk about Sam and Dean and all things that go bum in the night. God, I'm going to have to give her a bib. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to laminate my chair. <laughs> not wrong. Snail, tra- snail trails all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's not even two minutes in, man. You can turn yeah. it off now, ma'am. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go back to you, then. But yes, I uh, hope Charlotte's mum is feeling better as well. Like I say, I know she's hopefully she is watching. And uh, oh, there's nails, man. Sorry if we've uh, upset you already, but yes. <laughs> um, so again, uh, we've had a little bit of a competition this week, which has been quite exciting. Which the lovely Donna has been organising. Um, we're been trying to get the subscribers up, which we did massively. Which well done, Donna. So she's here. Th- to announce uh, in a lovely PGs as well, uh, the winner of the Nerdy Up North T-shirt. So again, you might not be tuning. We'll make a post about it a little bit later. But uh, yeah, so drum roll, please. And the winner is Andy Garenza, and I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> right. So yeah. So we'll make a well done, Andy. Go on, Andy, lad. So um. We'll make a post after the podcast, so just keep everyone in expense, in expense, in suspense, and um, <laughs> we will then uh, get in contact with Andy to give him the good news and get him to pick uh, whatever nerdy up north T-shirt he would like. Because I'm getting quite good at designing them, if I'm going to dig myself up a little bit as well. Pick yourself <laughs> up. Them designs are brilliant. I'm going to get done for copyright at some point. Almost so likely, to... but let's just keep let's ride the train until that happens. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so. Um, so are you stopping on for a bit, Donna, or are you fucking off? No, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be in, in the chat for a bit, though. I'll All right. I've got to prepare for a stream tomorrow, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go oh, leave. Yeah. I'll leave this killer to have fun. <laughs> so yeah, I shall um, have you in the chat. No problem. Well, love, always as lovely as ever to see you there, Donna. Uh, see, speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. 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 Yes. So, 
Um, yes, yeah, so we're going to start with the 9-9. Nine, 9-9. Nine. Nine, nine. Well, first, I'm going to do the, the boring bit and just get the disclaimer out of the way with. So everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss any of the topics from tonight's episode, please come and join us on our Facebook group and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and tell us our opinions are wrong. We can agree to disagree in fandoms. Let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Great. Very well okay, said. I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been an interesting week in nerdism. Like I say, we've, mm-hmm. we've grown quite a bit and um, we did our first little outing today to try and promote the podcast. I don't know how successful it was. But it was nice to actually see people in, in actual flesh and realise that they're not part of the internet, they're real. <laughs> and I just want to apologise in advance if I stared at Charlotte far too much today. Not <laughs> absolutely adorable. Like, <laughs> it's hard to believe that you are real sometimes. <laughs> Sammy, if it helps, she's got hairy feet like a hobbit as well. I don't. Aww. I really don't. <laughs> I'm, not getting me, I'm not getting my feet out on the podcast, but I really, really don't. <laughs> well, to be fair, it will, get us, it will get us a certain type of views if we did do that. Yes. Yeah. This podcast would take then. a change. <laughs> You can start charging then. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Fetish up north. <laughs> oh. And if you want to write in to get Charlotte's feet pictures, go to the <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's a good start point. <laughs> so yeah, so we're talking about the nine nine. Everything like say brought nine nine now. I would be interested in how you've come about because I, I think with a lot of people, it it kind of passed them by for a lot of lot mm-hmm. of the time. Not many people actually realised how I'm trying to think of the words special good. the show is as well. Not just good; it, it's better than good. I think I think that would be a, a poor man's. Uh, the way I would relate this to it's got a very a lot of feel of scrubs to it. Yeah. Um, mm. behind it, like say because. Like I say, it is a comedy at heart, but there is true and emotional tolls to it. And Scrubs mm-hmm. was always perfect balance with that, where you were pissing yourself laughing at one point and then absolutely broken the next episode that honestly could, couldn't get. And I think Brooklyn Line 9 has the same type of feel mm-hmm. and, and, and weight to it. Um, it has yeah. emotion. It has heart. Mm. It, it's not just a, we're going to make you laugh. It's like, we're going to make you feel at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the characters, I think, are the big part of this as well. Massive. Because I don't think we've again in a world where people are looking for excuses to be diverse and stuff. This done it quite naturally mm-hmm. and without being too in your face and too over the top, mm-hmm. and got the message across um, perfectly in a lot of ways, uh, which I think a lot of other shows kind of feel at or don't quite hit the mark with mm. but it, it never feels forced yeah yes and i know like i say with the show now being over it, it's it's run it's done its course it's run its course and we did get a season final that hasn't been out in the uk yet which is an absolute travesty we are going to leave the last season till the very end so, mm-hmm. so don't worry we will give a spoiler warning um closer, uh, to, it. closer to, to it but um, but yeah, hopefully we can do do the nine nine a bit, bit of justice there. Mm-hmm. So um, so just 
because I'm getting messages saying my mic's got a bit of feedback. You've got a little bit, yeah. yeah. It's a bit gravelly. Right. So I'll let you talk about your how you got into it first while I try and fix this <laughs> little issue here. So. <laughs> well, I'll let, the, I'll let Charlotte and Kev go first because you need to hear mine. <laughs> go, Charlotte, go. <laughs> Kev is the reason I got into it. <laughs> um, I, I tried watching it a few times and it didn't really grab us and then me and him got together and he he loved the show and he was like we're watching it we're, we're just watching it you haven't got a choice and just fell in love with it like it was I think the first couple of episodes it, it's still finding its feet mm-hmm. but then once like the characters like are I think the characters probably established established themselves quite early on yeah and that that just that all so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's all his fault. <laughs> no, I com- completely agree with you. Is that any better with the mic or is it still knackered? No, actually. Keep that talking. seems a bit better. Yeah. Cool. cool. Press buttons, make it sure it works. There, that, that, that's <laughs> technical as I get. But yes, no, I totally get like, so yeah, I think you can see what I like about it. There's not just one character where you can relate to. Yeah. You see elements of yourself in across the board um but yeah like say i probably got into it when it was about into the third season and caught it on netflix i saw it advertised i think it was an e4 and then just binged it and i couldn't believe like say what i was missing out for like as you said the first episode the pilot is a little bit cliche comedy like say you don't really think uh, you think it's going to be like American sitcom put in the background not really care about mm-hmm. and then after that it leads into more so um, that was my grow up but it's on constant rotation in my house and I can't wait for the final season to finally come out just so I can watch it from start to finish without having to go to the, the, the naughty northern side and, <laughs> and, and uh, illegally stream it. <laughs> yes the dodgy northerners in this, but uh, I'm glad I watched all of it because um, not many shows go on for the like eight seasons and mm. even though it, fair enough it does has the odd rough ep- episode which again no tv show is perfect but what the smart thing they did as well the last few seasons uh, i think when it got dropped it shortened the shortened the season mm-hmm. so made it more punchy and it made it more watchable as well if that's saying it didn't feel dragged on so that, yeah. was, that was that was always like say my clear point what about you kev um, a couple of reasons I started watching it. Um, I heard heard whispers about it on like like sites and things like that for a while mm-hmm. before it came out. Um, then I looked it up. And I saw the cast, and I wasn't a massive Andy Samberg fan, but he'd done things that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge Terry Crews fan. Um, yeah, the man's a self-admitted arsehole. Like he used to be an absolute dick back in the day, but he turned his life around and. He's just doing so much better for him and his family now. Um, I just find him hilarious. And Andre Braga, I'm just an absolute massive fan of that man. He's mm. always been like a background character doing very little, but everything he does, it's just, it's fantastic. Mm. So I thought, I can't really see him in a comedy role. No. And I can't really see Terry Crews as a police officer yeah. <laughs> because he's he's got the build of a Terminator, not yes. a police officer. <laughs> so I thought, right, I'm going to give this a try. And I watched it and instantly i just fell in love with it it was mm. as you say the first episode was a bit cheesy and a couple of cliches here and there but the fact that straight away they got into the gay police officer mm. um 
you spotted the pins on the lapel for World Trade Center for working 9-11. Mm-hmm. There was lots of little tiny bits and pieces that people just didn't notice straight away that I picked up on. I was mm-hmm. just like, this is really detailed and it's going to get really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only parts I didn't like about the first couple of episodes were Charles and Gina. I thought Charles was really creepy. Mm-hmm. And I still think <laughs> about Gina. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there was definitely stronger characters, but I think they all played the parts as well. Yeah, but I think so well. Yeah, but I think you nailed it there. It's mm-hmm. such a detailed, oriented show. Like there's callbacks from callbacks. Like yeah. nothing is wasted. Like mm-hmm. I love it. Um, like the guy who, like the rec- he's not a recurring character. He's like in I think three times in the whole show. But every time there's like the go on the the mortuary. And, and I've got some like someone cutting up things, and it's like game, and he's, it's the same guy, and and partners yeah. with him and stuff. Where it could have easily be recast, yeah, and have noticed, but the, the, to bring that character's element back, and it just makes you like care a little bit more, I think as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's attention to detail that you that you miss sometimes in other shows. Mine was because of Paul. <laughs> because he banged on about it <laughs> enough to where I went fine. I'll watch it. And it was literally last year. Yeah. Really? It was I was the podcast started. Uh-huh. Mm. Every time we would talk about TV shows, Brooklyn Nine-Nine came up. We talked about wasn't TVs one of the first episodes that we did? It was one the of the one where thing. I got really angry. Yeah, with top five TV shows, it was either second or third episode yeah. we, we did do, and it was in my top five. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. you banged on about it then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so because at that at that time. The final season hadn't been out. No. And I brought because one of my rules for the TV shows it had to be a complete yeah. journey, um, and I broke it because it, it, like I said, it, it wormed its way in its heart. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, you couldn't yeah. not have it in that list. And now, under- now after I've watched it, I understand why. Because it was always like, do you know when you you chilling having your tea and you put E4 on, just yeah. background noise. It was always on there. Caught bits and pieces of it. Didn't really pay much attention. And I literally said to Anne, right, we're going to do it. We're going to, we, it took us ages to watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We, it was literally on, what, what season is on now? 13? 15. 15? Mm-hmm. We literally, we, we had to get to season 15 before we're like, right, we're just going to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I did the same with this one. I was like, just putting it on. And it didn't come off the telly <laughs> until we finished because it was absolutely brilliant. I gravitated so quickly to each and every character in different ways, even Gina. Mm. And <laughs> I, uh, I I loved every single one of them that I never wanted it to end. Yeah. I really, yeah. I, every time I, like, when I finished it, I don't know if I was telling you this the other day, like every time I watch a show that I, I, I fall deeply in love with, I get to the last episode of that series and I'm like, I'm not ready to give these up yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to not have that with them anymore. And I'll go, this is the reason why The Office when I watch The Office, I don't like going to the last episode. I always go back to the beginning halfway through because I hate getting to the end and thinking, oh, it's over. That's it. It's done. Yeah. Gets upset. I get upset. I love <laughs> but what I absolutely adore about this because not many shows do it as well. Each single character goes on a journey. Yeah. It, yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't yes. leave anyone out because even Scrubs did. Scrubs had great characters, but not all of them got... Like, say, the journey, they kind of got points where they, like, went from A to B. Like, the janitor, for example, at the end, went, oh, we need to do more with them. So they give him a wife and then married him off. And the same with, uh, like, Ted towards oh, the end. i getting a bit of feedback there, Paul. 
uh, stupid thing. Sounds like you just, you know, on your um, microphone thing where you've got to like twizzle it. It yeah. sounds like you just need to twizzle. <laughs> <laughs> twizzle me microphone. Twizzle, any... your, twizzle your mic. Is that any better there? That sounds much yeah. better, right? Yeah, whatever you're doing, just keep twizzling. <laughs> can't keep... Oh, well, I'm, not, I'm nearly 40, I can't keep twizzling for long these days, man. Oh, well. Get the Kleenex, you'll be looking if I twizzle for 10 minutes without crying. But yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And this is how we broke the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't grunt. No. And it wasn't grunt. <laughs> Ten minutes in, we've had feet and twizzling. <laughs> You're welcome. See, this, this is what happened when we go outside. We should always yes. stay inside. <laughs> yes, this is what happens when fresh air is given to people. They should just stay inside. But yes, um, but no, like yeah. I love each one of the characters, and I think everyone got the strong points. Like like Char- Charles's journey, um, um, like uh, Agent uh, Holtz, his journey to me was the most special because you get him from, I, as you said, robot captain to uh, to what we got at the end. And again, I'm not going to mention like the final season to see that no. breakthrough as well. It was just breathtaking, yeah. and um, from I'm sure Adam Sandler had something to do with this as well. Because I'm sure, because I'm he's sure it was his. He's in it. He's a guest star. He is in it. I know, but I know he's guest star. But I'm sure it's his production company. Yeah. Ah, uh, something like that. Yeah. That's um, some, um, or oh, something. Gilmore, some happy something. Yeah, because yeah. I think it comes at the end. But I'm happy sure, Madison. Happy, happy Madison. Madison. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure it's anything to do with Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know. No, I think you just hold on two seconds. All that. Get on the magic box. <laughs> the magic box. But yeah, I'm sure it's not. Now, see, because if you think about it, most of the cast that's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, like, well, not most of them. Like uh, Terry Crews had parts in uh, in the Brooklyn Nine. And sorry, in the Adam Sandler movies and stuff like that. And so, also, so did Sandberg. Sandberg, because he started off as yeah. uh, was it Hot Rod or something like that? He started Hot Rod, and then he went. Uh, that's my uh, that's my that's boy, my, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Great movies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Donna. Sorry, Donna. No, my sister absolutely loves Adam Sandler movies. The worst, the, the worst, the worst, the, the baddest that they are, the more that she loves them. Mm. <laughs> We're not a Jack and yeah, Jill was, um, she Brooklyn loves Nine-Nine brings, so how did Brooklyn Nine-Nine bring Sandler in for a cameo? It had something to do with his previous working relationships with uh, Andy Samberg, who plays so, uh, oh, the show's lead as well as co-producing it. Uh, so it's nothing to do with Adam Sandler. Ah, I stand corrected. I always thought he had something to do with so the production company, because it felt like an Adam Sandler setup as well. Yeah, as, um, but... that, that, yeah Trafalta has like a lot of, like it, as in his character, has a lot of, Adam Sandler qualities to yep. him, mm-hmm. um, especially facial features, yeah. voices in some occasions. Um, so I can totally see where you're coming from. But even like the opening, like you see, like the catchphrase and stuff, but you see all each characters and you see like the elements in it. Like I know, like even Charles, when he looks like he's fallen over, but I still cry when you see him banging his head. So my muffin, my head. Oh my God. My muffin, my head. My head, my muffin. Every time that bit gets me, every time, it's one of my favourite moments in the show. <laughs> There's one thing, if you want to make Charlotte laugh, it's the simplest thing in the world. Oh, don't. You literally just go <laughs> and toss a guinea pig. 
She cries every time that scene comes on and she will not stop laughing for ages. I think, I think it's in season seven. Yeah. And for some reason, for some reason, Boyle's got guinea pigs. And I can't remember why. He's got guinea yeah. pigs and he's sitting at his desk and Rosa comes over and she went, she goes... It's upside down. It's upside down. And he just goes, oh, and goes like that. <laughs> and honestly, I just cry laughing every I single I find day. it more funny. That you find it hilarious. <laughs> oh, there's so many other things. Um, oh, I'm so, laughing now. <laughs> so I, so I, know, I know this is going to be hard to do, but I'm interested in knowing what, who are your favourite characters. Like, well, who is your number one favourite character? Okay, if you have to pick one of your favourite children, go for it. I literally had to, I say this to Anne tonight, we're doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine, this is, Ask us quickly who my favourite character is. And he just went, it's Boyle. Like, he answered it for us. And I, went, it is. <laughs> I love Charles Boyle so much. I just find him so endearing and beautiful and kind. And yes, he's a, yes, he's a little bit creepy in the first ones. Like, his obsession with Rosa is like, ugh, no. no he's pet. a puppy. But Once, I just love his loyalty. Once yeah. they sort of, like... Bigger had him Rose. get over once I had him get over Rosa. Yeah, he's yes. such he an adorable character. Yeah, he, he really is. He's it's probably loyalty. the most well developed. Mm. Absolutely, I heard from like from the first episode to I'll just go just before the final series. Um, mm. he's very, he's just he's he's so figured out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his his loyalty to to his relationships, not just with Jake. Because like, mm-hmm. that's a given, him and Jake's are like, but what I love about their relationship more than anything is that it's not one-sided. It's not just Charles mm-hmm. is obsessed with Jake and the best mate. It's re- reciprocated with Jake. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not just like he's been a creepy friend and going over the top. Jake's no bit different. Mm-hmm. They share yeah. exactly the same. And I love that about them. I love, there's not one character in that series I cannot relate to or love but Charles will always be the one who if anyone quick fire is Boyle Great, so I can't choose I've got two okay, choose <laughs> no, no, no. Me, me, me favourite character on the entire show is Holt everyone loves Captain Holt mm-hmm. he's like the ideal father figure for everyone mm-hmm. he looks after the entire squad he fights for them He's an amazing actor. He's an amazing character. The fact that he's not a gay man, but him and Kevin just, they get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. They understand it. They get it. I mean, he Even when most, he's throwing. Yeah, he's one of the most quotable characters as well. Some yep. of these quotes. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. But my favourite recurring character is Adrian Pimento. <gasps> that man, <laughs> he doesn't need to say a thing. He just comes on the screen and I am laughing. The yep. man is a legend. Did you ever that see face. a, a TV, I think it was a, I think it was a TV show on uh, Netflix called The League? Yep. Um, no, I know it though. He was in it then. He was just like playing Pimento. It's all now. he ever does. <laughs> but it's Play to your strengths. Yeah. But he's, um, he's in the new Pam and Tommy thing. Oh, is he With right? Sebastian Stan. He is, the voice of, he is the voice of Tommy Lee's penis. <laughs> That's why I love that man. Right. He's going to voice Tommy Lee's penis while he's having a conversation with it on if he loves Pam or not. Oh, uh, meant that? I need to tell Ant that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. that. 
You heard it here first, guys. But... That is absolutely unreal. You've just given me another reason to watch that to watch TV it. show. Yes, yep. I would have watched it anyway for Sebastian Stan. I hate Lily James. I really don't. I'm not like a fan her. of either. No, of I don't so. like. I just don't like that face. I think that's um, crap. <laughs> but I love Sebastian Stan, and now I want to watch it even more. <laughs> I need to I just hear want that. to see his dong. I mean, we've, we've, we've all seen, all seen, seen it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they're not bothered about what's happening for because we've all seen Everyone's it. Seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I can't believe that. That's just blue podcast over with me. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm spent. <laughs> Brilliant. What about, what about you, Charlotte? Moving on sideways there. Eh? <laughs> I think Holt is probably my favourite character. If somebody asks us mm-hmm. and I haven't got time to think about it, it's Holt. But I do you... have a... Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, what were you going to say? Sorry, I do apologize. I do have a really, really, really soft spot for Amy and Rosa. Mm. I can yeah. see... I know why the Amy, because you are <laughs> Amy. That <laughs> is Because he says that all the time. Because it is, it's oh, you. Even walking around town today, you could tell you were the Amy. Even, <laughs> I tried walking... even when I tried walking off in the wrong direction, Paul, Paul, this way. <laughs> that was... like... She that dresses like Rosa. Yes. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I did. She tell you I got a massive shock when she stood up because she's tiny. Because I did not. I thought you were going to be a dot, and then I was like, "Oh, actually, you're not that far off." And then you're I, like, "Look at my brushed. shoes." <laughs> yeah, I had heels on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a back to, yeah. I'm, a, I'm back to Charlotte's feet again, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a really soft spot for Amy and Rosa, mm. but Holt is. Like, if somebody asks, is it Holt? Just, I love his relationship with Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... Cheddar. He's, yeah. He's character growth as well throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Would you have, what I was going to say, would you have thought that from the first episode that Holt was going to be in so many, like, people's top characters just yeah. because... I didn't see I, it, though. I thought no, he was going to be... I, I could see him being an antagonist. I thought he was going to be the bad guy in the, in the piece. But then, when you get the first... At the end, you realise, but yeah. it grows so much... It's that. Think... Sorry, Charlotte. It's um. It's that <laughs> smile at the end when Jake says he should have took the speedo off because it's inside him, and you see Holt laugh. That improvised <laughs> line was just. Yeah. That was it. The second you saw that smile, I was like, he's going to be fantastic. Yeah, the um the progression though is is brilliant. From like you've you've got a you've got a character who's come in who already has an agenda, mm-hmm. and but he also has his own flaws and his own yeah. faults. And just to see him figure it all out, because he mm. thinks he's got his life all together. Yeah. He has a mission. He knows what, you know, he's going to make the 99 the best, you know, precinct there is. Obviously, he's had a lot of setbacks. So he's got a lot of resentment towards the hierarchies. And then just seeing him figure it out as he goes along with this team of like, I have a really big thing about authority. And it annoyed the pants yeah. out of me. When Gibraltar, what, Gibraltar? Uh, I can't say his name. G. Peralta. Peralta. G. I was practicing it before we came on. G. Doesn't fall, doesn't doesn't wear a tie. That really bothered me. I was like, just wear a tie. Your captain is telling you to wear a tie. Just wear a tie. Why can't you wear just? Why can't you just do what he's telling you? But the fact that because of the way that he is, it mm-hmm. brings out another side of Holt. Yeah. That maybe he doesn't know that he has. I just mm. I, I love the progression. Yeah. I, I, I think, think like say going back, like saying my favorite, um Holt was there, was, was leading the, the charge up until the fa- the final season. And then it was all Jake. That yeah. final yeah. season just blew me away. I didn't think we were gonna get again, 
not to spoil last season yet, that's going to come later, but mm-hmm. I didn't think we were going to get the emotional pull no. we did from Andy Sandberg. Because, um, like I say, I know he's jokey and, and stuff like that, and he, he, he has a lot of big moments during the season, but that last season, I, I was all in. Didn't yeah. expect it. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's why I, Jake became my favourite. Yep, so that was mine. That's great. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Is there anyone that you don't particular? Now, not like just don't you, you're not really interested in because there's so, not one on there for me that I don't like, but not interested in. So, on the count of three, who is everyone's least favorite character, and why is it either Gina or Hitchcock? <laughs> <laughs> I think Hitchcock played a part, but Gina probably lost his um because again she didn't grow as much. But mm-hmm. um, I think they realised though that's why they let her go without like, much of a fight. Yeah. Gina was probably the the only character that never changes. Yeah. Right from like right from the beginning, she's exactly the same in the first episode as she is in her last episode. So mm-hmm. Hitchcock. Yeah, Hitchcock. Which one's same. Hitchcock? The bald one. Right. Well, yeah, but not the I one with the yeah. No, I love Scully. Scully's lovely. He's a big teddy bear. Yeah. He's just a te- like an old man teddy bear that just wants to sleep and eat. That's it. <laughs> What was the nickname of the 80s, though? It was Flat Top and the Freak, wasn't Flat Top it? and the Freak. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the thing that I laugh at every time we saw that. You've got Flat Top and the Freak, and mm-hmm. then they're going, oh, well, you know, this is how we looked in the 80s. But when you got the flashback to the 70s, it was them as they are now, just taking diet pills. <laughs> <laughs> so they looked that bad in the 70s, that good in the 80s, and then yeah. diet pills became illegal. And they went back to that. I love it. I love it. See, it that's it. Detail. Like, mm-hmm. how like, that's like tiny detail that like some shows don't even bother with. Mm-hmm. Like, they would yeah. just forget about. Oh, I love that. Love it. Oh, I thought it was brilliant. I generally didn't have that big of a problem with Gina. She grew on as the, she annoyed the pants out of me when I first started watching it, but she did grow on as a bit. And I was gutted when she went. Um, but when she was gone, it was like a Rick moment from Walking Dead. Didn't mm-hmm. miss that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, for me, it was, um, it was more of a fan moment that uh, that ruined it for me. From season one, Gina didn't change. She was always a sex pest towards Terry. But mm-hmm. everyone went absolutely mental about Boyle doing it to Rosa, but no one said anything about Gina doing it to Terry. And for me, that just went, no, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't do one without the other. No, no, you're right. Well, we talked about that today as well. Just we did actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really grinds, like, yeah. proper grinds, Mickey. Is you can't have a quality by focusing solely on one aspect. You can't. Totally no, it, it's 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 a difficult. Like so I think, as you said, it's it's probably the. I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, what what do you use? Uh, I'll come back to it. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the thing about it, though, because I'm glad they've done it because I didn't like Boyle and then they mm. gave him so much progression and he's yeah. such a good character now. Yeah. They changed him and I wanted them to do that with Chelsea Peretti. I wanted to like her. I wanted them to make her a good character, mm-hmm. not a one-dimensional character that she, she was. Had, she had some moments like her and yeah. Holt when, held up when, when Holt's been stabbed. Yeah. And, the, and she does everything to, to help him. Like she has some really good heartful moments. That's it. She's got range. We were watching an episode last night and I can't remember what it was exactly, but she'd done something. And Charlotte was like, she's not that bad. I was like, that scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. I wanted more of that. And that's yeah. what yeah. pissed me off. That's why I don't like mm-hmm. Gina. It's not her. Mm-hmm. It's the direction that they took her in. Yeah. Because yeah. they could have done the same with what the, they could have done what they've done to Boyle with her as well. 
mm-hmm. and like sort of split it equally and gave them both that storyline because Boyle didn't need all of that progression. Gina could have had some of that and it could yeah. have made her such a good character because that lass has range. Yeah, mm. she does. She does. There's a moment with her and Boyle and the um and his cousins and mm-hmm. where she's where she defends him mm-hmm. because yeah. that was our that you know that not they were not related, was, like but that was our mother, brother. It was the yeah. mother door type thing, wasn't it? Yeah, the door, I so. but it, it was sister, they were brother and sister, and they were acting like brother and sister. Yeah. They um, gave you sorry. No. They gave you little hints of like, they gave you little hints of it when um, that Boyle and um, Boyle's dad and her mom got divorced, and she, yeah, like that yeah. whole thing where she told a mom, yeah. like if you're cheating on him, you need mm-hmm. to end it. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. it didn't hurt them. Like it gave you little hints of like what you could be, mm-hmm. but yeah. then it just kind of didn't go anywhere with it. It, it oh. didn't really. That dancing really it, is annoying though. Yes. <laughs> a, a singing when she just randomly bursts into song. <laughs> that really annoys them. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, I tell you what, though, progression wise, another one who we haven't mentioned yet, and she is, if I had to pick a second, is my second favorite character is Rosa Diaz. Mm-hmm. Progression wise, for all she's very moody all mm-hmm. the way through it, she still has moments of not weakness, but vulnerability. Yeah. And it's really done very well. And what I loved about it is that the first episode you hear a, a normal voice. The second, like, episode, the second episode, she's Rosa. Like slightly lower. Yeah, it, and then it's, it's slightly, slightly lower, lower And then it, yeah, <laughs> and when I eventually, I never picked up on it, never never put the two together. I just thought that's how Stephanie Beatrice talks. No. And then I heard her. <laughs> and I was like, In the Heights? <laughs> no, I have seen her parts of In the Heights. That's not her voice. <laughs> that, that woman is a talent. Like, she is a talent. We were discussing this last night. Like, um, when I first started watching it, Stephanie Beatrice was my Brooklyn Nine-Nine crush. Like, I, oh, I had something rotten for her. Like, I thought she was absolutely fantastic. But over time, I stopped that. Like, the attraction just disappeared. And just the skill that woman has mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Like yeah. she can sing, she can dance, she can act. She's mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. She's hilarious. Them and yoga poses were all her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the um, the whole keeping her voice at that level throughout the entire thing when really she's like this proper airhead Californian, mm-hmm. which, is, which is not an airhead. She's like really intelligent. It's like, she's got so that voice. High, it's so high pitch, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. ah, awesome. <laughs> like, like she talks and it's just, it's mm-hmm. the complete bipolar opposite. It always ends Rosa? on an inflection. Like everything goes <laughs> yes. up at the end of every sentence. <laughs> I absolutely loved the storyline when, she came out as bi and her and Holt through that whole thing Mm -hmm. just made you fall in love with them so much more. Their relationship. Oh, uh uh-huh. He he kind of understood her and what she was Mm -hmm. going through and everything. Yeah, Yeah, so that that was always lovely. They don't get a lot of screen time together, but when when they they do, do. like when when she was dating his... Yeah, when she was dating (laughs) Marcus. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Like the little moments between them was just really really good when they're discussing breaking up and he was saying yes that seems fine and it's like the most unemotional thing yeah. in the world <laughs> but, <laughs> but, this, this, but don't you think they're on like the same level as each other yeah. emotionally uh-huh. like they don't they know that they know that they have to do it and emotionally they'll deal with it themselves mm-hmm. and because he understands that about her and her him they kind of they get mm-hmm. they get each other yeah. Yeah. yeah on a level that nobody else probably could not like Amy couldn't because she's just like 
mm. you know, a yeah. bag yeah. full of energy. <laughs> oh, Amy's lovely. But uh, what I want to talk about as well, because I think what I absolutely loved about this show and what it did with certain things that other sh- other other shows kind of failed at, the, the, the big cameos of, like, mm-hmm. different actors. There was no wasted energy or anyone that was brought mm-hmm. in just like say just for to have there yeah. everyone kind of plays the part like from um like say i said the craig robinson the pontiac rag <gasps> and it coming back and reappearing my least favorite one. Oh. oh my god are you kidding us i love is craig it... absolutely love him but is my least favorite recurring character the pontiac bandit storyline bores the hell out of me after the first one. Oh my god as an office fan and loving daryl as much as i do I was, I'm now Doug Judy. Like, I'm all about Doug Judy. I don't, it's, like, I, I'm... It's the same I'm, story every time, though. Doug Judy! <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same story every time. That's oh, what see, gets I'm, me, because Craig's so talented as well. Yeah, he is, like, uber-talented, but... He's just such a good guy. I'd gravitate more towards Doug Judy... Doug Judy more than I do Daryl, Daryl Feldman. But like I say, some of the other cameos as well. I know we've talked about, like say, Adam Sandler appearing as a one-off. I forgot episode. about that. that. That was, like I say, done quite well. Uh, Bill Hader. Bill, Bill Hader's yeah. oh. was My, my favourite cameo out of the out of all of them, my favourite cameo is a thirty-second cameo, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not just from New Girl. All right. My yeah. favourite cameo is literally Ryan Phillippe is one of the boils because he was the quintessential pretty boy of the 90s and early 2000s. He was an arrogant prick. Nobody liked him. Not even his wife and kids liked him at the time. And he came in as the happiest, most lovely boil brother out there, holding hands, skipping, dancing, playing. And And I was like, my God, I love that man now. And they all hit him. They called him the Uh freak. Yeah. Yeah, but that was right. That was... Not long after, like, obviously, everything went wrong with him and his missus, and uh, mm. he started finding himself, and he realised, you know what it is? I actually do enjoy fun. I don't have to be serious all the yeah. time. And from that point on, his career, for me, just got so much better because yeah. he just he's a really good actor, mm-hmm. but he, he takes smaller parts now. He yeah. understands he can't coast by on his looks, mm-hmm. and he has so much fun with everything he does now. Like, he'd done that TV show Sniper that was on Netflix not long ago, mm-hmm. And I thought, this is going to be crap. It's going to be a spin-off of the Mark Wahlberg thing. And I got so addicted to it because he was really bloody good. <laughs> Ashamed I for saying t- that. I totally forgot he was in it there. It's literally like a few seconds. seconds. Isn't, yeah. isn't, isn't he like Gina's dad's baby or something? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He gets Gina pregnant. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Brilliant. Because <laughs> Boyle, Boyle gets really excited when he finds out it's a Boyle cousin. Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Boyle but then he gets upset when he finds it's the black sheep as well. <laughs> oh, it's him. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of the others. One's I already tried. I looked uh, uh, the Nick Offman one. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that was brilliant. The gynecologist. Really the other day. The one last night. Yeah. yeah. Kicking off a duck when he's in. Raymond's like he, he, he had gets, another life. Yeah. <laughs> got emotional and let things get to him as well. Yep. Madeline Wunsch. Yeah, I was just going to say that Wunsch is brilliant. She's mm. such an evil character. Isn't she? Which is, again, <sighs> she's the most fun-loving and lovely person ever. It's Kevin Bacon's missus, for God's sake. <laughs> it's a devil toad. <laughs> is it really? Is that Kevin Bacon's wife? Yeah, yeah Kyra, Kyra Sedgwick. S- S- oh, Sedgwick they or something like that, yeah. 
Aren't Kevin Bacon and his wife related? Like, something as like in second family. cousin or something. Oh, yeah, that's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I knew I knew there was something. There was like a, a, a family relation between them. Might yeah. have been distant, but they were definitely family. I did not know that was his wife, though. Yeah. I can see I it know. now. Because she was in the closer as well. I saw like they were yeah. in the closer. She was quite good as a favorite. And, and loved the insults here and Holt throw at each other. So funny. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, just the fact that he keeps referring to the Wicked Witch of the West when uh-huh. he has a house fallen on you recently. <laughs> Kind of feel like we've oh. missed one out here as like a nerdy podcast. No one's mentioned Hawk from Titans playing younger Hitchcock. Oh yes. yeah! Oh my yeah. god, yes he does. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna top your nerdism, Sean Aston. <gasps> yes. <laughs> we've got a Cooney and a Hobbit in the in the mix. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about that. That was I yeah, watched Sean that one Aston. the other Sean Aston playing the the, the murderer who influenced. Yes. The, uh, yeah. Thing and, mm-hmm. and, and Amy goes all foot. What's it? Foot, full mile? Full mile? Yeah. I, I'm going to top you. Yeah. Full... But I'm going to top you on that one as well. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Machete. <laughs> Machete. Yes. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. He's now in Star Wars. Yes. Ah. Isn't J.K. Simmons in it at some point? Yes. J.K. Simmons is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the the greatest detective that hot ever called ever knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he just says, "Was it?" Ask a really odd question. I know everything about you now. <laughs> That's what he kept on saying. Then. Um, My mind's gone totally blank. Like, it, it, <laughs> like so, even, there's even so when, many. What a Wayne's brother, Damon Wayne's, was in it. Uh, yeah. When the when the oh, yeah, uh, oh, it was great in New Girl. I liked him in New Girl. Um, as you said, um, Jess from New Girl was in it as the crossover episode. That yeah, never that worked at all. Oh yes, she was. Mm. And, um, and you got Gina's mom. I can't remember her name now, but she was the oh, Sandra Bernard. Yep. Yeah. And also the guy who... Eric Roberts. Hmm? Ah, Eric yes. Roberts. Yes. Ah. Okay. And the guy who played Holt's dad, I don't know the actor's name, but he is the guy from um what's it called? The 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 one with Ben Stiller and um the Dodgeball one. Dodgeball. He's in Dodgeball. Um, He's also in... No, no, that's uh, Charles Boyle. Not Holt. I said Boyle, didn't I? No, you said Holt. I got confused. I was was going to say, we we met his mother and his sister, but we never I was like, I'm sure I said Boyle. (laughs) I wonder where everyone was going quiet for. Oh, I've just Um, had another one there and it's completely gone now. And it was a good one. Oh, Bob Anderson. Bob Anderson, yes. He plays God in Lucifer. Yeah. I've never seen Lucifer. Peralta's mum, Katie Seagal. Oh yes, all mums. And and Amy's dad. dad. Amy's, Amy's dad. dad. Jimmy oh Smith. my god, yes. <laughs> so again, like I say, it's a plethora. Of, like I say, a plethora of different aspects that were actually used, and but as I said, not wasted, but all good thing. There was even uh, what's he called? Pete Burns. Was it Pete Burns or Pete? Yes, the episode I've literally just watched tonight is. Um, He's one of the kids who yeah. they try to get it to which, join, the, join the police thingy. Pete Davidson. That one went nowhere, sadly. I like him. I would yeah. like to have seen more of him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Anth just looked at him and went, how does he get all them women? <laughs> and I was so, like, measure I from don't... the groin to the knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that's got to, yeah, that's got to, that's got to be it. I mean, don't get wrong. I think he's fantastic. He's um, I think he's absolutely hilarious. Um, I've got nothing but time for him. Like, I will literally watch anything that he's in. I thought Have you seen a stand up as um, 
when he does the roast shows. He's brilliant yes. on the yeah. roast. That's brutal. Yes, like, and I he's saw... talking about his dad in nine eleven. He's yeah. like, yeah. my dad wasn't the only thing that shot down in flames that year. It's like, oh my god. He really <laughs> he goes there with it though, doesn't he? Oh, he he's does. He's dark. Really he a, dark. He, he done a film last year where he played um, like it was about a fireman that he was in. It wasn't a comedy. It was like a very dark. Film where Steve Buscemi was in as well. Oh, I'll have to look Absolutely brilliant. Um, he and plays this like he plays this absolute stoner who's going anywhere, going nowhere. His dad died in 9-11 and as a fireman. And then he goes to the, get kicked out of his mom's house and he goes to stay at the firehouse where his dad worked and they start giving him little jobs and he starts building himself up in the firehouse and starts giving himself a bit of purpose but no it's, it's quite I bet more... that's a lot of I bet that's a lot of like art imitating life imitating yeah. art yeah. kind of thing with him because I know he had a really bad time he's taken them Bob Saget's death really to heart because yeah. yeah. he helped him a lot through his sobriety um he's just and he's part that he played in Suicide Squad mm-hmm. like, oh, was, but do you know what that I, like people were saying I'm a bit disappointed we didn't see more and I was like no, that's perfect for him. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's all we needed. You don't have to overdo it and oversaturize. Like that was great. Mm-hmm. But he's only in like for a few seconds. He literally, I've just watched the episode today. <laughs> so it's the hardest one ever. Mm. What's your, your favorite episode? I, I don't have a favorite. Oh, I, actually, I that's a big lie. I'm, I, if you if I had gun held to my head and someone said, see it. It's always going to be the engagement one because it's part of the Halloween heist. Yeah. Um, it, I got a total shock. I did not see it coming. Mm-hmm. Like I was totally like <gasps> blown away. I think it's the better proposal if I'm going office to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's the better proposal. Michael Scott's is great and it's mm-hmm. lovely, but Jake's is just Jake and it's yeah. perfect. What um, me? Hmm? What makes that episode for me is I think it's when the credits are rolling at, right at the end. Um, when I can't remember who it is, but somebody asks Jake, "What was the moment you knew?" And it mm-hmm. flashes back to when they're lying in bed, and Amy's like got the crossword puzzle, and there's a typo, and he just looks at, shut up, <laughs> and he just looks at her and smiles. Yeah, as it, it that makes that episode for me because it's just so it's so Amy and Jake, like mm-hmm. it's so perfect. Yeah. And I love the Halloween heists, but mm. the, my favourite one will always be when Rosa won. Because yeah. that, again, I loved how they did that episode. <laughs> I didn't see her win coming at all. And when she takes the bunny hat off, I'm like, like the bunny head off, I'm like, what <laughs> you do it? <laughs> of course it was going to be Rosa. But, you know, like I said, I think that, the, the, like, as you said, the engagement one works so well because it was quite genuine. It, it's I, so I, heartfelt. Yeah. And you could see that relationship building as well. And it wasn't rushed. It wasn't taken, like, say, for granted or anything like that. And, again, it was done at the right time, at the right moment as well. So mm-hmm. it actually uh, had a bit of weight to it. But, yeah, I like that episode. Not my favourite. I'll, I'll wait and see if any of the others pick up on this one. So I'll wait to go with Charlotte. Then. Mine's the same, the engagement one or the wedding one. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the bomb I love the wedding. The, yeah. the bomb, yeah. Your ass is the bomb. Oh, there's another cameo, Kyle Glass from uh, Tenacious Day. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. any episode of Kevin. <laughs> got it, he got it in. Sorry, he got it in. I've been waiting for someone. Excellent. 
<laughs> Did I just miss something there? Title of your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> any um, any episode with Kevin and Holt. Yeah. And Cheddar. And Cheddar. And Cheddar. 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 Oh. What about you, Kev? Uh, I've got two. I can't pick one of them because I, I can't narrow these two down because they're both really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in general, they're just really important to the world. Um, but people need to understand it. Um, so the first one is the bloke who got his junk snapped. Oh, yeah. The sales guy. Simply for one scene and one scene alone, and that's when Jake and Amy are talking, and he realised how hard women have it. Mm -hmm. And he was just there. And he didn't say anything. He didn't try to wonder Mima. He didn't try to sympathise or empathise or anything. He just kind of went, I I didn't know. I don't understand Mm -hmm. what I'm learning kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, was just like, that. that's beautiful. That's like just a look on their faces when they're doing it. And then afterwards, all the posts going up on Instagram and stuff like that saying, this is why he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. It was like one take and it was done. But for yeah. me, that was a beautiful moment in the show. And it was something that a lot of blokes just need to understand, mm-hmm. like they do, myself included. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to understand everything. But that is one thing blokes do need to understand. Women do have it tougher in life. They yeah. really do. Um, so that one for me, straight away. Sammy looks like she's going to cry. <laughs> Um, and the second one was um, where Terry got pulled over for being black in his own oh neighbourhood. Yeah, that, that was one, heartbreaking. That one is the, having the kids yeah, as well. It mm-hmm. got my it got my back right up. Like if there's one thing I can't stand, it's racism. Like I won't deal with racist people at all. I'll tell them just where to go, or I'll hit them. It's that easy. <laughs> I don't have time for them. I don't think they're people. I think they're animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, that copper as well was another guest star, another yeah. cameo. It was from uh, Dexter. Uh, it was him from go, Ghost Ship, Ghost Ship. Yeah. and Elementary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, those were my two favourites because they resonated with me on a very, very personal level. Mm-hmm. And the fact that those two kids sat there and had to talk about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the way Andy Sandberg handled that again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a fan of him anyway. I, like, I like his comedy and stuff like that. But to put that serious side to him, mm-hmm. like, he just gets it as well. And yeah. then... It was it was disappointing for me because Captain Holt was saying don't pursue it, don't pursue mm. it, because of what he dealt with when he was yeah. like, coming up, and it was like oh Jesus, no, he's, I couldn't do it. Me, he's just trying to protect protect, uh, protect him because it's the only thing he knows. He yeah. knows fine well if he pursues it, what what potentially will happen to him, and he doesn't want him to go through that. Yeah. He, he kind of just like let's just forget about it. It didn't happen, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah. like brush it under the carpet. We're done and done with this. In this day and age, you can't do that. You can't. You had like, to think. You had to think like a cap, like a yeah. captain, not, uh-huh. yeah, not on a, a personal level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you because on a personal level, it. It, he probably was raging. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would have been, but. It's it goes to show that it's like institution, like the institutionalized people out there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. this, they can still be the nicest people in the world with the best intentions, mm-hmm. but they are still institutionalized, and yeah. it needs to stop. Like we, we need to like put a stamp on racism. Yeah. We need to put a stand, like take a stand on gender equality and stuff like that, and say, yeah, mm-hmm. people are people. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't care if someone's black, white, Asian, whatever. Mm-hmm. If they're a nice person, they're a nice person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. If they're an asshole, get away from us. I don't care. Yeah, just be, just, think... time. just be like me and hate everyone. <laughs> I, I do like family club. <laughs> yeah, I like, think that's what makes the show so special, though, is they they weren't they didn't shy away from the tough yeah. tough topics like yeah. that. Yes, they're predominantly a, a comedy show. Mm. They got stuck but in. They were a real show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and that like, yeah, I think that showed for the last season as well. How yeah, when, when mm. it all when it all happened, they threw the script out the out the window and right, this is yeah. going to be this is how we're going to start again. And if we if we if this is our last series, we're doing we're it. Do it. We're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna do it right, yeah, and we're gonna do it in a movement where we're at right now. One scene on the last show that I like the last episode uh, well, there, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying, that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, can you let us talk first? <laughs> There's one scene on the last season that I cannot wait to talk about, and oh, I'm gonna right, wait okay. until the spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, so let us talk before you just dive all over us. It's so weird because on my screen, Charlotte's here, here, <laughs> and Kev's here, and it's weird watching them like look behind him because the <laughs> I can see the top of my head here. Yeah. Um, my favourite episode I feels a bit light now. <laughs> After all the seriousness. Um, but to me it was probably the best acted between uh, it was very minimal cast. There was the dentist scene where the dentist came in after the, the dentist did like the murder but uh, yes. <gasps> And Holt oh, and another cameo. One of the best cameos as well. That man Still. is brilliant. Yeah, where he thought he was cleverer than Holt and Jake. And yeah, um, right. Penny's just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> and like the starting off bit where Jake's making like the, the interview room the most uncomfortable place, like pouring yes. on the table and making it sticky, mm-hmm. removing things off the chairs because that's probably tactics that they do use yeah. as well. And. Um, then Holt's all dressed up in the, in the tie saying, look, it's a ticking clock. We've got to, to nail this tonight or otherwise this guy's walking through. And the tactics they used and how they implement them as well and how they bounced off each other because it, it reminds us a lot of uh, Corin Fowl in Phone Booth, how it was yeah. like yeah. minimal and quite basic and having not much to go off. But like some of the scenes must have been just filmed like really long and just going through. And just... Uh, like how they try and catch him out and stuff like that. Like the bit where they play the dumb, uh, Jake's the dumb cop, of course, and holds mm-hmm. uh, the thing and he leaves the room and, he, and Jake reels off all the questions. Uh, like, oh, where were you this? Did what colour hair? Um, where was the body him. dumped? Did, and then just yeah. says, did you kill him to throw it in? And the guy thought he was clever and answered them all and just says, and he got, Jake was, he never let us know where the body was. And <laughs> you, see yeah. his face, you see his face turn, you think, oh, he's got him, but then he turns it back. And the way he catches him out at the end by using his own pride and mm-hmm. I think by making him think he was lucky and how he used his own ego against him it was just breathtaking. And even like the beats throughout, you thought this guy's going to get away. This guy's, it's going to be mm-hmm. one of one of these episodes where they're not the going to get him. Wins. It's but, so cleverly written because it's only yeah. like, what, 25 minutes or something? Mm-hmm. something like but that. for that whole episode, it, there's only... Th- what three people for the majority of the episode? Yeah, yeah. every single scene holds your attention. Mm-hmm. Sterling K. Brown, though, anything that man does, he oh. chews the scenery. He's a legend. He absolutely he was the, touches gold. That man. He was the only good thing, literally the only good thing, apart from fuck me in the face with an aardvark on the new Predator film. <laughs> <laughs> that one like line and Sterling K. Brown was the yeah. only good thing about that film. Was that, that the one man. with them? Jordan, no, not Jordan Pale, the other one. He's Shane Black. Shane no. Black, yeah. Was it Shane Black who directed it? Yeah. 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 Where they got poor man's Charlie Hunnam in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just yes. awful. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. Iron yeah. Man at the end. But yeah, I got well, of course. <laughs> Shane Black. <laughs> but yeah, the, the thing with, um, like I say, that character, 
I think he, what he was in uh, the OGS. OGS he was, Simpson he was the people versus yeah. OG, OG, yeah. And he was absolutely mesmerizing. Like I said, I wasn't a big fan of the show because like, uh, John Travolta looks strange, but... Yeah. Uh, he does look like Robert Shapiro. That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah. Yeah. But he was just captivating, like, the, the case that you couldn't lose, that you end up losing, but not for his own fault, unfortunately. Mm. But, um, yeah, like I said, that episode was just, like I said, every beat, everything, and, like... Mm-hmm. Then at the end, when they've got the release in, ah, oh, we've, we've done it. And it's like, ah, good morning, guys. Oh, it's ready to start again. And Jake just and walks just in. Back in. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like in a daze. It was just absolutely exactly. perfect. Yeah, perfect episode. It showed the dedication they had to the job as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd been there all night, like, mm-hmm. absolutely drained. And they're just like, I think it's Boyle comes and says morning, and they just yeah. kind of shrug mm-hmm. and go straight back in yeah the um the, the parts when they're in florida as well <gasps> are just, some of the funniest funniest bits of that show another um, cameo maya rudolph danny, uh maya rudolph and danny devito's wife uh ria yeah. pillman ria pillman yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, she's one of buddies. yes. we yeah. only spotted that last night what does he keep saying when he's walking when he's trying Pendulous to like Pendulous breasts. Pendulous yes. breasts. I love, I love straight old. Straight old. <laughs> yes. He's a proper so, dog. He's, but he's so awkward about it. Yes. He's amazing. You know what, straight men, we just love ourselves a bit of pendulum breasts. <laughs> straight old and drunk Amy. Yeah. Oh, drunk Amy. <laughs> which which version of drunk Amy is it? One six string Amy. I like Amy dance it? pants and inappropriate Amy. Inappropriate Amy is the best. Is this, is this, is this, is this what Charlotte does when Charlotte gets drunk? Do we get like no, drunk? No, 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 no. Charlotte, goes from, Charlotte goes from I'm small to I'm a velociraptor, but I'm the same height. But she will tear your face off. Not that bad. <laughs> We've had arguments at three o'clock in the morning while I've been at home in bed. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she is a mixture of Rosa and Amy. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's a I feel like Charlotte Charles was going to announce something there. You kind of like went, I'm, I'm really not that bad. This is going to make me sound horrible. <laughs> I'm not making you sound horrible. If, if, Charlotte, if Charlotte's mom's listening, can you please yeah, confirm can it tonight? Yes. How bad Charlotte is? <laughs> I can, I'm watching your face, Kev. Charlotte's going to have to backpedal here because she knows it. <laughs> no, like there are there are moments of of where Rose has pulled a face, yeah. and I see it, and I'm like, that's that's the look I give you. I'm like that's that's the look my niece gives me when I tell her off now. <laughs> There's little moments when we're watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Rosa will do something and I'll just look at her and she won't even look at us and she'll just say, shut up. <laughs> she can just feel us staring at her. But I think that's what makes the show so great. Everybody's got moments like that with yeah. all the characters. Yeah. Like, everybody... Oh, sorry, Gun. It's like... like there's, there's moments with every single character, even like Gina and Hitchcock and Scully, mm-hmm. where they'll do something and it, it might not even be like a big thing and you'll just go, yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. As Charlotte pointed out yesterday, I'm a bit Gina. <laughs> <laughs> what? She goes, Who else is going to carry you all? <laughs> oh. like, I really you, yeah. hate my job. <laughs> I was, oh, was going to say, is, is Kev starting getting you drink cement or something now these days? No, no, no. You no, just no. drank cement. No. <laughs> so Gina goes on about the job and stuff like that and carrying yeah. everyone, and Charlotte just sort of looks at me like, I've heard this rant before. <laughs> I heard that. I channel my inner Rosa when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. My, voice, my voice drops 
Like it, it really does. It drops to a low level. I talk I'm very monotone because I don't want to give any emotion away of how I'm feeling that day. And I literally talk like this the whole time. Um, and it's me in a me in a rosa. I really I drop all the, the decibels right the way down and I channel her throughout the day. I, I tend to do me in a parole to when I'm in the office. Well, I do that on a day-to-day basis. Like I have to, I, I try to be as funny as I can be. I mean, my jokes are terrible. We heard them today. It's really bad. <laughs> I'm just really immature when I'm in the office. I, I just say, sit yeah. and throw things at people when they're on like massive, like really <laughs> bad escalations. I was going to say, were well, the jokes today? I didn't actually catch many of them. So it's there fine. was some jokes. But the hell? But yes. the hell when it's the funniest I'm going to be all day. <laughs> oh, it wasn't anything bad, by the way. Like, rest in no, peace, was- love. It yes. really wasn't. I wasn't being mean. That's a shame. <laughs> no, uh, I'd say other top episodes as well, um, just trying to think about, like, Florida ones was always quite a highlight. But I think with these ones as well, they did season finales well. But yeah. Not just cliffhangers, but, like, say, moving on to moving on to the next the story. Next, the, next the next phase. Yeah. Before, this has literally just come to us. One of the greatest episodes. How did we not talk about this? Because it is Jake's favorite thing to talk about throughout the whole the whole series. It's the most die recurring hard. bit. It's the Die Hard episode <laughs> where he gets to Plaza. live out Die Hard. Oh, I thought you were going to no. say the one where he goes to Nagatomi Plaza. That is Fox great. Plaza. But the episode where he gets to live out the Die Hard. Department store. Yes. Yippee kayak, motherfucker. Yeah, mother <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so mad you got that right line wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes that episode is truly like I was oh, I was crying for the fact that Jake got to live out Die Hard because I know what it meant to him and then Charles took it off him yeah yes. so, no, he didn't talk about it he gave him it that was the yeah. thing that was the and game that, that, was, uh, that was growth for, uh, for Peralta though Mass, yeah. but this is this is the moments that you get from him that mm. he's not selfish in nah. and no. he, he comes across as so immature that you think he's selfish and he's not he's yeah. far yeah. Oh, from it. Yeah, even one of the later episodes with him in, um, I think it was the again another. They had a lot of bombs in these type of this one. Yeah. This one. <laughs> uh, the the bomb in the hospital where the old lady's got the bomb and yes, that's oh, heartbreaking. That, that was when the and um, him and Amy's having a discussion about having kids. Yeah. And you think oh. and you're thinking he's being selfish about that, but he's not. He's generally having uh, like reservations because mm-hmm. of, of his dad his, his dad and he didn't want to be like say that type of thing so i'm getting bit by a cat um, <laughs> uh, like i said that episode again one of the top ones as well because you, you don't see it coming like the yeah. old, old lovely nana um who's like say protecting like trying to pay for her son she's got in cop in operative disease and she's put in a position where she can like pay for like a family's gonna want for nothing for the rest mm-hmm. of life yeah um and then Jake, like, say, handles that one. And again, they do it so well. And it shows you him going from, like, snapping stupid Jake, manic, being absolutely outrageous. And again, the comedy in that episode was so good, like, when they're getting, really like, good. Um, adjudicators in. I've got mm-hmm. oh, you to hear me, here's me credentials, like, <laughs> one, one, six, seven, seven, seven. And then that's a point to Jake, point to Amy. Um, again, so, so funny on point, but then bring it back as soon as it had to get serious. It did, and it didn't mm-hmm. miss a beat as well. Yeah, no. um, the Die Hard episode as well. That was a massive moment for one of my favourite characters in the show. The Vulture. 
the vulture. I absolutely oh. love the vulture. That it man an- is hilarious. It annoys <laughs> the pants off me that the guy who's playing him is the guy who's playing him because he plays the exact, almost the exact same person in um, Lauren Over at SVU. Yeah, he's it, really typecast. Yeah, really typecast. And I was but like, oh no. And then the more it went on, I was like, oh no, I get it. Like, <laughs> I get it. But he's so good at it. And uh, if you watch it closely, he's only got half a thumb. All right, I didn't yeah, Okay, yeah. I'm going to be watching that one now. I didn't notice <laughs> that. I think it's his right hand. He's got half a thumb. Um, he had an accident or something like that. And it was like gangrenous or something. He's got mm-hmm. half a thumb and uh, he's got two toes missing mm-hmm. uh, due to an accident. So you'll notice he walks, he favours one leg more than the other one he was walking. Like, obviously, yeah, everyone's never, got the dominant leg, but his yeah. is more dominant. I never um, even noticed. Yeah. And I love the guy. And he's yeah. come back a few times in SVU and I'll always look forward to it. And huge SV, SVU fan, by the way. <laughs> Olivia is my girl. Um, but yeah, he's he's so annoying. Yeah. You can't not like him. He's just such a good actor. Yes. Yeah. And I think Ken, like, see, he had a good role all the way through, but kept coming back. But he even did have a little bit of growth in him as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. not much, but like oh, no. time, not much. But one of my favourite episodes it was the two partner, the Suicide Squad, yes. with, uh, <laughs> with CJ and Wunsch. <laughs> CJ and Wunsch, and how that played out as well was done perfectly. Again, a great season finale worked well. Um, wasn't that that was season six, wasn't it? Season yeah. six, season yeah. finale. Uh, when, um, like, say, the come on down and the sickness came on in the thing yeah. episode, and, and Jake's like, It's a suicide squad, <laughs> you see the excitement, and then the look on Holt's face, and then Holt nearly fucking up the plan because yeah. he hates once so much. Yeah. But again, because of the previous episode, well, previous seasons, like Jake going to jail and uh, not getting away with it, I didn't think they were necessarily going to get away with this, and how they turned it on, and John Car- Kelly was absolutely was perfectly brilliant. well done. Yeah. The um the suicide squad one was the, the kidnapping video. My God. <laughs> <laughs> when, he's writing, when he's writing milk on his hand, can we just please stop him writing milk because he's gonna shout milk know where that's milk. Going. <laughs> <laughs> The only part of that episode that um the bug me and it was it was a beautiful part as well because it sh- it it showed you the vulture's character how much of a braggart he actually is. Mm-hmm. Like you say he claims to be this alpha male Oh, that phrase. And he's always going on about um, how good he is at sports and stuff like that. And he sits there and he throws something. Kobe. And it's mm-hmm. like, Kobe doesn't Kobe, pass. You should Kobe know that. Pass. Kobe doesn't pass. Kobe doesn't. The, um, my little bugbear with that one. <laughs> the episode where when Jake's in prison mm-hmm. and the guy who's his cellmate. I the cannibal. He's I love that cannibal. He's so I funny. never saw it coming with the cannibal side, and you know how I feel about cannibals. And it was, and it's just how blase he is around it. Like, he's good, but when he's talking about kids, yeah, I don't eat kids because kids are easy. It's not over the head, and it's easy to eat. But he's so <laughs> lovable about it. There, there's another cameo that we missed yes. out as well. Chavez, E. Chavez from Young yeah. Guns, Lou Diamond Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips is in it. Yeah, he's also oh, yeah. That one. Uh, he's I'm also Richie Valens. Yeah, and they'll call him Beef Baby because he's yeah. talking about the ramen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, there was some. Phillips. There was some good episodes. Mind they were brilliant. Yeah, and also Jake's ability to mm. change in his appearance mm-hmm. in different scenarios. Let's go from when he was in the mafia. How great did that throw back? Oh, that look? was brilliant. When he's in Florida with these <laughs> with uh, these frosty tips. <laughs> <these leech> tips. <laughs> when he's in prison. 
Yeah. <laughs> when you can so, conveniently grow a beard at that point. Yes. But you can't for any other point of the show. <laughs> It's just great how he changes. Prison changes, yeah, man. Prison changes. It does. It does. I used to be a 12-year-old girl with a dream. It does. It does. There's so many, like, proper highlights. When you think about, like, say, all the things, when even when they go, like, um, the boil, when, as I said, the Nakatomi Plaza, when they say they're trying to get home and holds sabotage them every step of the way, like, say, for the reasons, right, because of Seamus Murphy, who, again, was done absolutely brilliantly. But to get to jail, jail um, just trying to think. Um, but when they go back to the bar, the, the Boyle farm, and they're all sitting there, and you hear the kid cows and stuff screaming <laughs> in the background. It's, good. <laughs> it's just, just like proper silence of lambs vibes. Oh, don't, don't say, it. don't say it. You're gonna get me in trouble. There's, there's a line in that episode. Beck is a man. Oh, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll explain that. I'll, I'll explain that we'll one later. That one in the it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a personal joke that will get us into trouble. So we'll, we'll yeah. So I'll move on quickly because someone has just pointed out because I can see Charlotte's getting quite. <laughs> um, some, someone's pointed out in the group in the group chat. One of their favorite episodes is Amy undercover in person, just because proven to every everyone how wrong. Because of her proving everyone wrong, and she actually showed them that she is a badass. That's by Sarah in prison. In prison. We watched yes, that when one she's yesterday. In prison, yeah. Because that's how they wrote her pregnancy, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, because she was genuinely pregnant mm-hmm. in one of the series, wasn't Two she? Them. Two of them, yeah. Both, also, the, the both of them are written. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's because right. a husband is, you know, the episode um, with, the with, with the crossword guy. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. The, that's our husband. That's Melissa Romero's husband in real life. Um, oh, he's right. soap actor, isn't he? Yeah, Melissa yeah. Romero. Yeah, absolutely oh. beautiful. Lin Manuel Miranda, another cameo. <gasps> yes, a <laughs> brother. Brother. Oh. <laughs> How did we forget that? How did I forget that one? Oh, I love that episode. I flipped my shit when You're he not came using on enough the forearms. <laughs> <laughs> That was the thing, though. though. It, was, it was just about get, the, get try and get on uh, Amy's mantle as well. That was the thing. That's what the parents' mantle was always the, yeah. the goal point for that one. She was trying to get off the piano, wasn't she? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. But it did show how much of a bad, especially when she like loses it. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, when I, Amy I, loses I, it, I would not fuck with Amy. Like I said, that was <laughs> one person. Um, she, she does seem all sweet and innocent, but like even when, like I said, the Nakatomi Plaza when they say. Uh, get us there and she's like slap myself in the face and does this ultimate plan to get in there with five minutes to spare and then Ter- Terry saves the day by giving me his first class mint bless him yeah <laughs> I think um, Amy's best part for me was when they were facing the fears and she came out with a boot and Rosa goes to close it she's like I will kill you <laughs> <laughs> but, um, also the, 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 the side of Amy where she's constantly looking for Holt's approval yeah yeah constantly mm-hmm. But it it just goes to show how important it has to be for a young female who knows knows her knows where she wants to go. Yeah. She to, she's got to go from point A to point B, and just wanting and, and also Hulk like trying to remind her constantly that you, you don't need my approval. Yeah. But she doesn't get it when um when Rosa's offered the, the to be the police captain at that like. Tiny little yes. <laughs> her like how jealous Amy gets, mm-hmm. but like she questions herself, she's like, Why wasn't I offered it? Like yeah. mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. th- there's moments where she seems like so confident in herself because she's mm-hmm. worked so hard to get where she is, but she's still like massively insecure yeah. about it as well. Massively, yeah. yeah. And it's a it's such a vulnerable side to her that some people might see as quite annoying and like, well, kind of like of she's course. a bit of a busybody, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like she's quite like a busybody, but she really isn't. It's just a vulnerable side to a person who just she knows our goals, and it's very rare to find somebody who knows exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. Like they, she know she knew she wanted to be a captain one day, yeah, and she knows what she has to do to get there. And mm-hmm. just to, to see our question, our abilities, when we all know Amy's one of the best. Yeah, that would have been a perfect segue to leaving the last season, but I'm gonna leave it just. Just, just a little bit longer. Because <laughs> there's a there's a one in the later seasons that was a two-part episode, which I thought was absolutely brilliant as well. And I would hate to not speak about the hmm? uh, the Debbie episode. Yeah. Where they do the Jimmy Jab Debbie. games for the for the second time. And you think, oh, she's gonna have this big partner, Jimmy, Jimmy Jab games, but she's <coughs> allergic to meat. Yeah. And, yeah. and she starts getting the EpiPins out and like then Boyle does the, the greatest showman impressions yes, the greatest in this show. course. Yes. Absolutely. And it lasts for like six hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> like he's all, it's the opening, isn't it? You just the opening yes. of it. It's like four hours later or something. <laughs> Unbelievable. But then it's it inspires Debbie to go out and be this crazy ass person who steals all this cocaine and machines. It's like uh, the sweetest <laughs> person ever. Yeah. Is a is a criminal. Yes. <laughs> like, saw it coming. But then again, it's Rose's turn in that episode as well, because Jake's trying to convince him Rose is like, nope, she's bad, get her to jail. But like, then at the end, when she see Debbie in a relationship with her mom. Mm-hmm. Rosa kind of breaks down because of her relationship with the mom, yeah. mm-hmm. and then says that she's going to help. But like, say, even like, say the comedy timing in that episode because like, I don't know the actress who plays Debbie, but she played. Uh, she was in uh, what we uh, uh, what we do in the shadows as well. Yeah. In the episode where she was a, another um, emotional vampire. Uh, yes, yeah, she was. <laughs> she was Colin Robinson. Yes, and they uh, had that battle. Mm-hmm. It was really funny how they wrote that. Was brilliant. <laughs> But uh, like I said, just like little things, like when she's doing her karate moves, like hiya, and taking down Rosa and Jake with a few chops, which you don't see coming, or because no. she is like when you're introduced her in the first episode of that season, she's just meek, just wanting to collect corns and holds pain in the ass going above his station. <laughs> um, but like I said, that turn again, that little two part, was like say, a proper highlight for me as well. It was so yeah, fun. It was good. Isn't it funny though that a comedy show, and then essentially it is a comedy show, and a lot of a lot of laughs are in there, can make us talk. We've been talking now since what half seven, mm-hmm. about, and we've all we've covered so much emotional range yeah. from yeah. a comedy show. Mm-hmm. It's it's so rare to have what that show does, mm-hmm. and it's it honestly like. If, I'm so glad Paul talked it up as much as what he did because I generally don't think I would have. I, I don't think he would have allowed us not to watch it because he would have just kept on going. But mm-hmm. I, I'm so grateful for the fact that I did watch it because it's such a like it's progressional comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really love it. And I, I love characters, and I like watching characters develop and change and fall and like you fall in love with them or you fall mm-hmm. out of love with them. And this show just gives you it all. Yeah, with but, so many different people, though. But, but it shows them warts and all as well. It, it shows yes. you the good and bad parts. That's why I loved Scrubs because when you watch Scrubs, JD is the biggest knobhead. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the complete yeah. bell end, but you can't help love him because he's Bambi. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. it doesn't work without him. No. It went really as, bad. As they proved, like, yeah. Um, it's, it's the same with The Office. Michael yeah. Scott is the worst person ever. You don't want to be friends with Michael Scott. No. But there's, st- there's, there's still something like the, the Halloween episode where Michael has to sack someone. It's awful how he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole episode is cringy as anything. But then at the end, Michael's talking with children and he doesn't realise he's being filmed and you get to see Michael mm-hmm. Scott the real yeah. Michael Scott and you know he's not acting up for the camera he's just a genuine person and it's like little moments like that there's only little bits of that in the office though it's mm-hmm. nothing in comparison to what you get in Brooklyn Nine-Nine see my biggest one of my biggest things for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I absolutely adored it I thought it was fantastic when they go to the police expo and they have the big party uh-huh. and <laughs> Scully's trying to get with that woman Oh, and that's he's talking so about adorable. his giraffe heart and his hands. Yes, <laughs> I was just like, and like Amy and Gina are trying to make him cool and confident, and she's just like, "Oh no, I don't like that." It puts us right off. I just want Scotty with his. Oh, he's got a giraffe, giraffe heart. heart. <laughs> a bit of trust in all his organs. Oh, that is adorable. It, that for me was fantastic. Scotty's one of my favourite characters because he is just an old man that wants yeah. to be loved, and, and, and he just and, wants to be left alone. And Earl Scully as well. Yeah. I mean, how, oh, yeah. how jealous do you get with the food that they eat? Oh, <laughs> like, honestly, like, Mama, Mama, I love that the end credit of that episode is just them eating lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. I just get Not so a way, jealous just... of it. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't eat meat, so I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and like as you said, key elements that go through, run through a cheddar is absolutely a star as well. Every time he's in oh, there, yeah. cheddar, cheddar. Like three dogs playing cheddar. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the main one passed away after season yeah. three or something. That's or yeah. season four. But, I absolutely um, love a corgi, and I love yeah. a corgi's butt, and I love watching it run because it's just it just does that. It's so mesmer- It's so adorable. And cheddar was just he was a character. Like, yeah. there you go. You've gotten a, a show that's created a dog into an actual bona fide character. Yeah. Like the episode where um, Kevin's in France and Cheddar's ripping up all oh, his clothes and goes missing. And he, hmm. he runs away. Yeah. But, even, but even the episode when, like that episode as well, when Boyle's blind and he's holding a <laughs> <laughs> That's not Cheddar, that's Shredder. <laughs> but that's like that episode it's when the house sitting and that's exactly how you would imagine them house sitting yeah Yeah. (laughs) it wouldn't go smoothly at all (laughs) but when they walk out and all wearing kevin's clothes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think uh, again if you've watched all the way through, great, thank you. But now, if you, if you haven't watched the last season, this is where it's going to get spoilery. Yeah. Um, so we're going to say it. We're going to say it one more time for the people in the back. We are talking the last series of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. We're doing it now, right now. <laughs> yep. There you go. So if you start, that's that's enough. That's, that's, so if you're watching not... after that, it, that's on you. Yes. That's, that's not on us. <laughs> Right, so now everyone's buggered off that hasn't seen it. So that episode where Hulk gets killed. <laughs> literally just dropped the chat. <laughs> Excellent. By the way, Hulk does not get killed. He doesn't, no. No, no. That'd have been devastating. That would have been I would have stopped awful. watching. Yes, I would have too. But yes, let's jump into the last season because we've all seen it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Only yep. once. 
yeah me too only once yeah Yeah. so it's not going to be like yeah we know we know Um, Can I just jump straight into the part I'm dying to talk about, please? Please, please, because you like... And Kevin kissed for the first time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The first time you saw them kiss. Those two are straight men, but they get it. And they are absolutely fantastic. That part excited me so much. I was so happy. I'm done, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Someone has just pointed out in the chat. We'll we'll, we'll come back to that, don't worry. Have you seen it? Yeah, we'll come back to that. You've seen it, okay. Don't worry. Like I said, that's going to be that. That's well. To be fair, that's going to be the ending bit. So that, okay. can't really that can't really leave that bit out. But yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, the last season hit all the right points. Mm-hmm. As I said before, when you want a short end, you need to have closure. Mm-hmm. And we got it. Yes. Fully, fully blanketed. Mm-hmm. There was no no ties left. Everyone got an ending mm-hmm. that, as a viewer, I was I was grateful for. And they deserved it, that's the thing. Because yeah. as, as you mentioned before, with Amy being what she wanted out of life, mm-hmm. yeah. it was a logical choice for her to progress through her mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. And Jake, to make the decision unselfishly, again, which I'd never saw doing, because like, as you said, he's always wanted to, to be the big detective, the big guy. And when he had the kids, when he had the, the, yeah. the, the child, it changed him and he mm-hmm. realised... And I think Holt played a big part in that because he realised what a father figure can yeah. do yes. and can be. Mm-hmm. And that impact was just amazing. Um, and like I said, that final scene, again, I'm just going to go for it because I did cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, when him and Jake sit in the chair opposite each other and Holt just turns around and looks, says, look, if you were my son, I'll be proud of you. And mm-hmm. Jake just went, just goes, oh, thanks. And he, it, it's just... Word, word perfect is it it's like everything mm-hmm. he always wanted to hear mm-hmm. like for every good achievement he thinks he's done in life he wants that approval from him as the father figure that he sees him but he did it at a time when that's what mattered yeah it's not the job the job is just a job but mm-hmm. what you've done for your family that's mm-hmm. what matters and that's yeah. what I'm proud of and I am going to start crying if we don't move on. <laughs> it felt so natural as well. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, it just felt like it was the completely right thing for him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The, the whole series, it, for all, yes, they, they, they changed the script in order to fit in with the time and it's perfect. Like Rose's journey on that last oh, series was yeah. some of the best stuff that that girl has ever done. Yeah. Um, the high out of a mind part was unbelievable. <laughs> One of the funniest things I have ever seen on television. Hands down, her being high was absolutely hilarious. I love how it went through the stages, like, of just, I'm chilled, I'm giggling, I've got the munchies, I'm, I'm going out with him because he's got <laughs> chips. Yes. <laughs> yes. But to see, um, just to, to know that at the, at the core of it, it's still a family kind of, because it yeah. is, like, the whole yeah. thing's been family-orientated, it has yeah. been. Oh, no, completely. Like I said, mm-hmm. that was like the background. It was like families get on, grow, mm-hmm. and each each member has, as I said, has the moments and to shine. And I loved how, again, not not to delve into it too much. Get off there. Right. Has uh, anyone noticed since Dinah's been on the table, his mic's working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's pressed something on the keyboard, hasn't she? She really has. Paul, your mic is totally clear now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Paul, keep her there because you're going back. <laughs> Can't win with that. But that's oh, fine. yes. <laughs> it's fine. Um, 
but yeah, with uh, like I said, that that aspect, like having how they got over got around COVID. Yes. Because because yeah. like I said, a lot of TV shows struggled a lot to film, mm-hmm. and how they got with um, the aspect. I'd say Kevin Hitchcock on, on the yeah, yeah on the on the, on the iPod. iPad. Yeah. I think I asked this before, but that was generally because of COVID, wasn't it? He oh yeah. Get there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I was just checking. But um, it was such a good idea. And as as we said before, because when the Black Lives Matter situation happened, and with it being a cop show, they, mm-hmm. they felt it was their responsibility, which they didn't have to do. They could have just totally ignored what was going on, but they felt the responsibility and to the fans. That they had to address it and got rid of the final season. I don't know how much of, like, say, the emotional parts or anything mm-hmm. stayed in, but um, and they brought a different aspect that we weren't seeing, like how it affected Rosa, how she had felt she had to leave the force and yeah. become a, a private eye to fight for the rights of all these people. Had, um Holt, who him and Kevin had become estranged because, as a gay black man, he was conflicted as a policeman as well. Yeah. Um, God, you can't even imagine what the how that like how that narrative runs through runs so through his much, head. So much respect for the writers as well, because when uh-huh. they announced that they were doing that, they got a lot of backlash. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't they didn't cave, they didn't they were just like, no, we're doing it. If and so like much don't watch. Look at how Simple. many studios have caved in the past. Yep. And, yeah. and no, I'm, I'm so glad they didn't. I'm genuinely sick of hearing the word woke. No. Like I'll, being yeah, awake yeah. is an insult, right? If you want to sleep through, if you want to sleepwalk through life being a dick, then go for it. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm sick of all these idiots coming out now because, like, the world is predominantly right wing at the moment. They mm-hmm. feel like they've got a mouthpiece. Yeah. And I'm glad this show took a stand and went, you know yeah, what? Totally. Yeah. yeah. We want this is our story. Yeah. And this <laughs> is what we want to tell. And it's the right yeah. time. What's yeah. the point in waiting? Mm-hmm. It's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, like, the whole. The whole eight seasons, though, it was it was it was on the head bang bang up to, up to date. Mm-hmm. Like it was so current every season. It was on the mm-hmm. nose and it worked. Yes, like in in it shouldn't have worked. It it shouldn't have because no. mm-hmm. the, the subject horrible. You know, like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but it did because it was so endearing. Yeah, it was handled so well. Yeah, it was it was be- it was a beautiful way of. Mm-hmm. Talking about a really shitty mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. yeah. Not true. And again, even bring it back, like I said, to Holt and uh, Kevin's re- uh, relationship when they were going through to renew the vows and stuff. Um, so it's great, by the way. And, I love it. <laughs> and how Holt misinterprets the, misinterprets the situation again <clears throat> by thinking he needs to leave the police force to save his relationship with Kevin. And yeah. Kevin never wanted that. No. He no. just wanted wanted. Like Raymond to be Raymond, or, or and not mm-hmm. feel like he had a thing. That was again quite a special thing. And again, another cameo through the season was uh, the guy who plays Doctor Cox as yes, the union guy. Again, oh, was uh, oh my god! What about him? Yeah, yeah. He yes. was despicable in that. He was he horrible. Was, he was, mm. but he played the part of what you needed to. Yeah, the anger you needed. So. The, yeah, the anger yeah. you needed to feel mm-hmm. had, was coming through him and everything yeah. he did and everything he stood for. I think that's the tagline for this this podcast, by the way, and the cameo of that episode was. <laughs> <laughs> but John C. McGinley is, again, such a well-rounded and such a good actor. The man can do anything. I mean, yes. he made The Rock with Nicolas Cage worth watching. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, him and Tony Todd. 
I was going to say, Sean Connery had something to do with that as well. Yeah, yeah, he made me turn it off the first time. He's also in, the thing is, though, he's in quite a lot. Like, he's in Office Space, which Ant absolutely adores that. Wild Hogs with John Travolta. Yeah, Wild Hogs. Seven? Seven, Seven. Seven, I just, I want, I would... Identity. I don't know if I would want to see him as a leading man because what he brings when he's in something mm-hmm. is more special than a leading man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, I, he I really enjoy scene. Yeah, and he it, had it, me raging in that last yeah. series. I think it's quite interesting because the Dr. Cox, the, the character in Scrubs, I think Dr. Cox and JD sort of kind of mirror Holt and Jake yeah. yeah. a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. it was quite Doc- good to see him. Mm-hmm. in a different kind of role it was mm-hmm. he was really good at it like mm-hmm. really good like i hated that man yeah he, he made us he, he made us he made me quit the union i'm pro-union and he made me quit <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, he, but he was he's just he was so good at his job he mm-hmm. was too good at his job yeah Yes, yeah. so that's the thing. Mm-hmm. He's such a talent. Yeah. When the announced totally the team was coming you. on, I was so happy, mm-hmm. so happy. I hadn't seen him in much in a while, and when they said he was going to be a guest star in a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. I thought this is going to be absolutely fantastic. And he didn't Enjoyed. disappoint. He no. didn't disappoint. No. And and again, one of the best episodes. I'm sure it was the last season. If I'm not, I'm wrong. When um, I'm sure was it was it the last season when Cheddar got kidnapped. Fluffy boy. Fluffy boy. Fluffy boy. You took the wrong fluffy, fluffy boy. boy. <laughs> that has got to be the most quotable, quotable thing ever. When Holt just went proper action hero. Yes. Nuts. Mm. They took his dog. <laughs> you don't take a man's dog. Oh, yeah. It was, ju- it was just taken. It, it was literally taken. Yes, it was. Um, I, just want, I really want them to do t- like Taken 4, where like Liam Neeson finally understands the rules of finders keepers. <laughs> Or he just accepts that he's a terrible accept- father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I said that by the th- by the second one, I was like, he really needs to start yeah. making like asking himself some <laughs> questions. Here, Mike. Yeah, um, some better life choices. Yes. Before I forget to bring this up because I think it's quite important and it's quite um, it, it's relevant to you know the tone of the series is is Boyle's character in the last series and his his him finding it hard to relate to a black man because he is a white man and he doesn't want yeah. to offend and he doesn't want to upset and he wants to know he wants them to know he's an ally and he just kind of goes around it the wrong way quite yeah. the wrong way and i just love the patience that terry has with him mm-hmm. and the, the understanding that he has with them i really love that part of it just made us love him more because it's his it's his big massive heart like he doesn't want to upset anyone yeah, he hasn't ten thousand pound by uh, ten dollars by mistake, and he's like, "Nope, I'm not going to rectify this." And then turns out, that's one of the things for me because, like, you'll always see people like that, and uh, people will have time. They will be patient. They will mm-hmm. be understanding. The line I hate with stuff like this is, "I don't see color and I don't see gender." If you mm-hmm. don't see color and you don't see gender, you don't see that person. No, mm-hmm. and there's nothing yeah. wrong and with, with I love seeing... the fact that Terry was so patient. And yeah, it was, and it. that's what it was. It was patience and understanding, and knowing that everything he's doing yet is coming from a good place. He just needs, he just needs a bit of guidance, and and just that that relationship between them two and that the, that last series, like really built. Oh, it was it was just beautiful to watch. It really was. I think the last season 
really really proved how good the writers were yeah, yeah. Mm. because they literally took mm. the audience it, any audience member who felt the same way as what Boyle did and took them by the hand and went this is you know it's yeah. okay it's okay yeah. to ask questions and it's okay to 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 think that you know just to explore things and it's okay mm. to talk yeah. and that's what that did there and I thought it was yeah. really important to bring it up because it's it's such a again I'm using the word again progression Mm-hmm. Progressional thing in a comedy program. But, uh, I might change, it, change the tone of it as well because I absolutely hated Boyle's hair in the last season. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I said, it kind of put us off. Like I said, looking at him a little bit as well because it just looked like Lego hair. I just love him. I absolutely love him. I love the guy who plays him. Joe um, Trugley, always yes, brilliant. absolutely phenomenal guy. Um, I love him in Paul. I oh, yeah. And he's a massive nerd in that. He's yeah. also in Fanboys as well, if yep. you're like yeah. going down the nerd route. And, um, um, I love you, man. Yes, he was. He was one of the, um, oh, the, the, the older a cappella oh. group. Yeah. Um, it, oh, I just love, love, love the guy. And I love that, that, that last bit with him and Terry. Thought it was he fantastic. Was, he was also an I Love You Man with Andy Samberg. Oh, oh yeah, because they I've were both guest it. stars. Don't it's mm. not really that good. The only good thing about it is <laughs> the uh, amazing Lou Ferrigno chokes out Jason Segel. Yeah, that was the best part. Of the well, film. that's enough for us to watch it, mind. That, that was the best part of the film. I still the like it. Other... I still like it. Uh, the, the only it's... line that anyone can even quote from that film is "slap at the base." As far as closure goes in the last season, I was just I was stupidly happy that we finally got to see Holt's tattoo. Yes, yes. And it wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> yes, it was, 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 was Kevin's head on Kevin's body. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was not what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I thought he was expect- gonna have like a four-leaf clover or something, like something like juvenile or a dolphin like a party dolphin i wasn't even expecting that because there was such a build-up to it like such an amazing build-up you think it was like a dot (laughs) no i thought it was going to be like a full back piece of like pikachu ripping charmander's head off or something (laughs) or like a massive horror back piece with like the devil rising through it or something i i genuinely thought it was going to be like a classical music thing because that's quite Mm -hmm. a theme for holt throughout it but no it was kevin's head on jedo's body (laughs) It's unreal. I feel like I want that tattoo. I feel like it's something out of a horror film. It was brilliant. Well, yeah, it's a man's head on a dog's body. Yep. <laughs> um, did anyone else notice subtle bits in Holt's office? You know how you're talking about detail that his filing his filing system is the rainbow, the rainbow. rainbow, and he's yeah. got the flag and he's in his yeah. pen part. Yeah. I only noticed it tonight when I was watching it. I was watching an episode and I was like, oh. He's got the the filing cabinet, like his yeah. filing systems, a rainbow flag. How amazing is that? Yeah. So that many little brilliant. details in uh-huh. there. Fantastic. Uh, I, I love yeah. um, Terry in Japan as well. Yes. Terry in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> How could we uh, forget that? Terry in Japan. <laughs> it's hard to bring it up. When he's got his hair as well. Yeah. When he got his heart broken. Yeah. He did. <laughs> the ceremonial sock. <laughs> no. Um, but as I said, going through. Um, Boyle's journey as well, like certain lines I absolutely loved at the last season, like uh, when Terry's kicking off from him, because he's talking, but Boyle's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you don't have to make noise to listen. So he's getting that frustrated. But um, how 
at the end, Terry kind of leans on on Boyle a little bit mm-hmm. and says, "I need you because that he becomes like the lead detective and he becomes yeah. the Jake role." And so at the end, when after the, all the credits and stuff, they're doing the, the heist again. Um, so again, if they do bring back a special episode or a one-off, I hope they do mm. bring back like a oh, heist, yeah. heist. But I thought it was quite fitting as well that they made the last heist winner Hitchcock, um, being like the most nine-nine. <laughs> Uh, shall we say but um, that was a quite nice little twist just to have him come back and yeah. like finish off rather than being just on the iPad all the time mm-hmm. yeah that was it was a lovely um, touch. The, the actor who plays him is lovely like yeah. really really lovely guy um, I was watching obviously the build up towards the end and afterwards I was watching a lot of interviews with the cast and everything and he was just he's just a generally nice guy there's one moment in an interview though where Andy Samberg does not like the way that the interviewer is either talking or looking as the actress who plays Amy. Mm-hmm. And he gets very defensive. Yep. And I was like, that's a proper man, that. I love their, that. Their relationship right from the beginning. Was perfect. There was it was mm-hmm. you just you knew it was going to be something special. Yeah. Not just in the show, but off off screen yeah. as well. Like that they, they are, are best friends. Best, yeah. Well, and it really him, comes across. Him and Gina really are. Yeah, they school, yeah. school friends like they, yeah. they do in the show. I thought that was a lovely touch yeah, to bring that in because there's, there's definitely chemistry there. Yeah, there is loads of little bits on the show like that. Like, um, oh, there was another one as well. I can't even bloody remember it. Um, it's it's such a tiny little bit that you miss it as well. Um, <laughs> it's gone. It's, it's a cameo as well. Jay yeah. Trandoseco. All right. Um, he he started off something like Nutriboom, like you fell for a pill. It was like a body by vi or something oh, like God. that. He started oh, off. Bill, Jesus Christ, how creepy was Bill? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've just remembered what episode we were watching when it showed Gina's vulnerability, and it was way back in like the first or second season mm-hmm. when she gets burgled. Yes. No, it wasn't that one. Yes. Yeah. And she's scared. Yes, yeah. and the, she tries to play off the the big I am, but yeah. and then but the other two fall for it. They're mm-hmm. like, well, she doesn't need us, and, and Holt's like, was it Holt or was it? It, must it was Holt. Holt. It was yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the one who kind of like went. Is do you think she's just a bit scared? Yeah, because mm-hmm. he sits he sits him down. And he's like, how would you feel if you weren't like it's if you weren't a police officer? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not used. She doesn't have the training mm-hmm. that you have she to mentally, exactly, to mentally deal with what just happened. Like being broken into is incredibly vulnerable. Like yeah. having your home brought, someone else being in your house, it's awful feeling. Yeah. Um, but it, it was so handled lovely. And yeah, you're right. That is a Gina vulnerability yeah. moment. Yeah. That's a lovely one. That and it was a Gina moment. The Gina. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that she became an internet star mind. That is like her calling. Mm-hmm. Like she became I an love, online presence. I love our jumpers and like our hoodies and everything. Yes. Yeah. I was like Gina was right. Gina knows. <laughs> Gina knows. I was at the renames the Amy, Amy Santiago to Vanessa Santiago. Yes. <laughs> more bizarre. She doesn't like her name. <laughs> she was horrible to Amy throughout as well. Bless her. Like she that episode was. when she won the heist as well, when she dresses like Amy. Uh, to blend into the background. <laughs> yeah. Did, did anyone else go back and watch to see if they could see you? No, I didn't. No, I'm, but I'm gonna oh, now. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to do it. Yeah, I hope she is. I hope they did too that aspect. But again, like say the Halloween high squad and the Cinder Mago Heights uh, that that they did. I can't even pronounce it right there. But uh, 
all that, like I said, I, I loved how tricky and clever they were because that formula could have got old pretty quick. Yeah. And they kind of like, kept you in the loop. And again, I think it was the second one as well where they like, got Jake out, outside, they got him on the party bus and the Hulton. Um, Brilliant. It was just done really well and ended up like without his badge, without his wallet, without his shoes. Yep. Uh, but again, we've all had just... nights like that. <laughs> More than I can't remember these days. <laughs> I can't remember them. <laughs> Hence the reason why my shoes, my bag, my coats are all gone. I love by the in in like with Hitchcock winning in the last Halloween heist, they've all won one. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. Uh, they've, they've, they've all won one, or they've so, all sort of been involved with winning one. Yeah. Because Scully was technically team. Yeah. I absolutely love how how serious Holt takes this. This is something <laughs> that he should not be taking seriously, but he goes to like the the far end of the spectrum, doesn't he? He when, really takes it far. When Gina wins and. She, like she like knocks out fakes knocking out her teeth mm-hmm. and they're all sitting around and she's lying on on the couch and she's all like oh it hurts I'll go I'll go to the dentist by myself mm-hmm. and Holt's just like but you want us to clean up the blood and carry on <laughs> and then Amy oh, turns around and she goes no it's dried it's fine we'll clean it up later <laughs> but, but Amy that's has, so competitive yes the whole aspect when like um, Amy and Jake's in bed and reveal that the dress and he's going to oh, prepare me breakfast and pull the plate and said and Holt's sitting on the chair going it's in my belly I'm ready for the heist now just shows you <laughs> how, how, how the three of them basically kind of went off each other and like say bounced, bounced mm-hmm. that aspect but um, and like I said it wasn't the last one but the one before when they start tearing each other yes. and, and Jake <laughs> I what I would love to know because some of the like the things they talk about was just ludicrous. Like this is this has got a uh, a bug. This has got a bug. This is a magic bug. And like how the fuck did technology go so much? And then she's got this good three um, D laser pen thing with the schematics of the uh, thing. I was good. When did technology evolve so much? But I, I was there for it. I was all there for it. Yeah. Uh, I did want to take part in the Jimmy Jab games as well. Yes. Definitely. I want to know how Terry hasn't got radiation poisoning off all the bloody tracking devices in him. Yes. <laughs> it's all the it's a yoga to counterbalance it as well. So <laughs> also there's there's a lot of vulnerability in Terry from like the very first episode. Yeah. Um Terry's terrified, terrified of going out in the field because mm. he has children now. Like yeah. they literally catch you. Right at the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. the biggest bloke on the team that you'd think would be uh-huh. the hardest bloke, and he's absolutely terrified. That scream of is amazing, though. Oh, what he just shooting <laughs> the stuff. Oh, that scream is unreal. I love it. I love a man's high pitched scream, and he does it perfectly. There's only a handful of people who can do it, and he does it absolutely perfectly. But the do it's like literally the it's the introduction to the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think and... I've only seen one high pitched scream from a man better than Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. Jensen Ackles and Supernatural. When uh, it, yeah. Well, that's that's Sunday's com- yeah, conversation. No comment. That's when we see Charlotte doing a dance and stuff. So <laughs> well, I think one of my favourite Terry moments is when he's doing the diet for his yes, wife. Yes, for his wife. Yes. Oh. I love oh, that. Like, I, he, he mm-hmm. just... He plays family man so well. Yeah. Like, he really does. Like, he is devoted to his girls. Yeah. Absolutely devoted to them. My favourite Terry moment isn't a heart-wrenching one for once. Mm -hmm. It's not a heartfelt one. 
my favourite Terry moment is when he's off his tits on anesthesia and they're like, so you know what that means? I stabbed him. <laughs> is that the vasectomy episode? Yes. <laughs> Brilliant episode. It's like, what do you think of, what do you think of Captain oh, Morgan? He needs to smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite Terry moment. Yes. It's absolutely brilliant. He is so good. Like, I didn't think Terry Crews had range. Like, oh, yes. when you look at Terry Crews, you just think, oh, he's just macho man, like, nothing to him. But then you get Terry Jeffords. Mm-hmm. And come on, it's... You, it's hard to put into words how brilliant that man actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the man to pieces. I told my, honestly, it changed my opinion on him because mm-hmm. I'd only ever seen him in White Chicks. And I was like, mm, okay. Like, Longest Yard, where he's a big ass <laughs> robot. Longest Yard. Oh, yeah. oh with <laughs> the cheeseburgers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It ain't easy being cheesy. But, <laughs> but that's the typecast that I would expect like footballer, macho man, not the mm-hmm. family. Well, he was a footballer. Oh, yeah. Well, not the family heartfelt yogurt loving guy yeah. that we get. He's yeah. the range on him is unreal. Oh, he's mm-hmm. really good. He's a he's a massive talent. Like I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews can act. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews can act. Totally but agree. Again, that's what, that's what the show did so well. Like when when you just see a still of the main cast, mm-hmm. you automatically stereotype them into the characters you think they're going to be. Yeah, yeah. and that and that's so completely different. different. Mm-hmm. They're just nowhere near that. Yeah. And who it, expected it completely broke like what everybody's expectations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who expected Stephanie Beatrice, the squeakiest, most bubbly person in the world, to play Rosa Diaz? Yeah. And she does it so well. So <laughs> well. Yeah. Like she is my girl crush. Like, is I unreal. love that woman. Mm-hmm. And like so when she's got like uh, when they do that episode where they go back to her apartment and she's got her own panic room. <laughs> <laughs> when she's got this like beautiful apartment that you'd like is so is very modern and up to date, and you're like, this isn't Rose's like Rose's place is gonna be grimy and horrible. And I then... love how all through that episode Terry's just like, Who are you? What's going on? There? <laughs> I think my favorite part of that episode is was there a fight? No, no, I smashed it. I was done with it the second you walked through the door. <laughs> She is such an enigma to everyone, but, yeah. it, but she still shows a lot of heart, like um, the relationship between her parents, the relationship that she has at the end with her girlfriend. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, she she has so much heart, but at the same time can still, a little bit of mystery. You always find out yeah. something new about her. I and love I the loved it. I love the relationship she's got with Jake. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is so special. A thousand push-ups. Yeah. yeah. It's that, not just that. It's the fact that they don't talk about anything meaningful until no. Jake starts getting really pissed off with the Swedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and he's questioning it. He's like, why don't we do this? Mm. And then yes. he's just sat in silence at the bar with her at the end. And he's just like, you know what it is? We don't need to do this. No. But then yeah. they start yeah. talking anyway. They mm-hmm. have a, they have such a connection because there's they when you go, I, I guess when you go through a training like what they did, there's yeah. a bond and yeah. it's unbreakable. Mm-hmm. And they carry that throughout and they have their own like code words and yeah. you know um their own secret jokes and stuff like that and it's lovely i love that episode with the swedes yeah. it really brought i love any to be honest anything with jake and diaz together working together i absolutely love yeah mm-hmm. i think Brilliant. it's fantastic i love the relationship she's got with amy as well though mm-hmm. like, it's, more, there, it's more like sisters that though isn't it yeah, yeah. like they like bigger a lot was it yeah. the episode where they were after the um was it a bank robber or a murderer oh and it was a guy that smelled lovely yeah and that episode is just unreal like when mm-hmm. like uh when diaz finds out that amy fucked her over yeah mm-hmm. it was just like 
you absolute bitch, but you know they're going to pull it back. Yeah. So, it's, it's just such a good episode. Yeah. I love how, what I love about Amy and Rosa is that from the outside looking in, they should be such rivals. Yeah. Absolutely. Like they shouldn't, you know what I mean? And they just, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're, they're best friends. They're, like there is a bit of jealousy here and there. Yeah. When it comes down to it, they are just best friends. They're not mm. trying to compete against each other. They're just there to encourage each other. Yeah, that, that's the such the, the such the right word there, Charlotte. Encourage. Mm. They're not two women trying to beat each other down in order to get higher up. They just exactly they, they push each other mm-hmm. to get both like to get higher up. It's not a case of I'm going to push you down in order to put myself up there because mm-hmm. I don't think either one of them would ever do that. They wouldn't, neither would throw the other under the bus to get mm-hmm. where no, they were, like, definitely. to get in a better position. Yeah. It was written that. so well for that, like, it really was, because mm-hmm. you see, like, predominantly working in call centres and things like that, you yes. see women screwing each other over to get to where they go. You Absolutely. do. No, you do, and you see it a lot, and it's not, yeah. you know, it's it's not something that, it, it's common knowledge. Women can be evil. When yeah. they, and it, it can be very vindictive as well, and they can literally stab someone in the back to get a higher position, and it should yeah. never be that way. Again, though, I think that's credit to the writers because it would yeah. be so easy to typecast them as that relationship. Mm-hmm. And but to do it, didn't. The, to flip it on its head and mm-hmm. have it the way that you the way that you see it is just again progressional it's it's all <laughs> it's such a word that I've used, but it's something that is so it, it's relevant to the show. Everything was progressional and mm-hmm. everything was so real. And now breaking this, I love doing this episode, by the way, I absolutely loved it because <laughs> I didn't, yes, I've loved Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I've, I've had these feelings in my head, but to, to talk mm-hmm. to other people, to know that, you know, it's not just a comedy show. No, it was more than that. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I, I, that's, that's the thing that got gripped me. It, it, it said, it's the modern day Scrubs, but done better. Yeah. And, and like I said, I loved Scrubs. Scrubs fucked fucked me over with the last season because yeah. that should have should have ended the way it did. That would have had a perfect ending. But this kind of didn't drop the ball when it. And it, like at times, it was funny when it needed to be. It was mm-hmm. heartfelt, and again, it wasn't scared. And that's the thing that I would think would live with it. That's why it'll always keep being on rotation because it wasn't scared and it's yeah. one of those shows as well you, you can pick up and put down you can watch random episodes and you don't feel lost like as good shows as they were like big band theory again yeah. i know it gets a lot of hits but you could pick up and watch that as and when it was it Friends is, it at is times. a constant favorite in my house we are on the millionth rerun mm. right now because it's it feels like it's home to mm-hmm. us yeah you know having having them guys on in the background while we're just sitting chilling out doing nothing and thinking of nothing it's it's homely to us mm. and i i will stand by big bang mm. theory every time there's nothing yeah. wrong with that show well, i just want to end sorry i oh, think what, what brooklyn Nine ended is it ended at the right time yeah mm-hmm. because it, like they were aware. as you said I, not just that as you said with like scrubs and, and even with big bang a little bit there are certain seasons where you could take them out and yeah maybe they've gone on just a little bit too long Mm-hmm. And they were running out of ideas, and you, you could kind of tell with the writing. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine, Nine didn't do that. They went on a high. Every single season, there's episodes that aren't the greatest, but every yeah. single season is written really well. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. ended before they ran out of ideas. Yeah. yeah. They ended on a high. Yeah. They, they, they were aware. I think that's what this whole program is. It's so self aware. Yeah. yeah. 
and the, the writers are that aware of, you know, it's almost like Ricky Gervais in a way. He, he knows he won't ever write a series that's over three because mm, he's yeah. terrified of not being able to stop. Yeah. And, and if, he knows what they can do to show us, but if you keep on going. It's, it's, I think it's a case of, like, as you said, overstating your welcome. Yeah. And again, a show that we're going to talk about on Sunday. Yes. Uh, Definitely. I can't oh. wait, by the way. I so can't wait for this. Whoever, whoever suggested a double, a double feature podcast for the weekend, well done. Was, I think, I think Charlotte, it was Charlotte wanting to do it, and I thought it was the right time to do it as well. I, I don't know, are you joining us, Kev, or I would you not be able to stomach that one? <laughs> I, I, I like Supernatural, don't get us wrong, I do. However, it outstayed its welcome by about nine seasons. Like, literally, mm. I lost interest in Supernatural the second it became God versus Demons, and I was just like, so, this is crap. You, as you may know, I've not seen the last few seasons, but I am more than happy to talk about it. More than happy for any of you to... You can talk about whatever you want. I know the ending already, so wow, it's I was absolutely say, I don't fine. want to spoil the ending. No, so. <laughs> no, no. I already know the ending, so I want that to be completely out there before we get into it. I cannot wait for us to do this. Um... The last season Yay. did pull it back. It did get dull. Like, it got really fucking boring because it was the same story for, like, seven seasons. Like, yeah. Supernatural was a case a day. It was like Scooby-Doo. It was really good for doing that, and it was really funny. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely enjoyed the first couple of seasons. They had some brilliant takes on things. They had some amazing creatures. But the second they started going, God versus Angels, and it was the same story for, like, seven seasons, it got really fucking old really yeah. fast but- because they couldn't rely on comedy because back then... Them mm-hmm. two, well, none of the main cast could act worth shit. Okay, they were, they were pretty yeah. boys. That was it. No, but uh, taking it supernatural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but taking it back, taking it back to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what they were good at not doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, what you've just described there is what they didn't do didn't because the, yeah, exactly. Well, that was all. Great. All the characters, like mm-hmm. even from episode one, all the characters were pretty much established. Like, Holt, they, they knew exactly who their characters were and played them brilliantly. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Rosa's voice changes a bit. And, oh, that's just but, funny, though. That's like, that's that's but, someone like, finding a feat. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Like, fundamentally, mm-hmm. they were the characters you see in season three, four, five. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's literally the first few episodes of Rosa's voice changing, and you <laughs> completely forget about it yeah. by mm-hmm. the uh-huh. time. Because... You just accept that that's Rosa, and yeah. maybe maybe it was just you who was mishearing things <laughs> on the first episode when she was talking in a normal pitch voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't it didn't matter because the Rosa, regardless of the voice, the character is still there. It doesn't she, because just because her voice changed, it doesn't mean She's, yeah that, that 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 every quality about her changed. Yeah. On a, um, on a happy note, does anyone follow the fellow that plays uh, Scully on Instagram? I do no. not. No. Follow him. Is the man funny? is, he's just lovely. All he does is literally videos himself making jigsaw puzzles and stuff. He's just <gasps> such an old man. <laughs> he is, he's so happy and proud when he finishes them. It is unbelievable. Oh I love that man. That, that is so me. wholesome for you. Oh, the fact, I've seen what you post online. The, <laughs> the fact of who he is off screen is what makes us love him on screen. Like the um, the Dallas Buyers Club episode 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Where he went all in for for Hitchcock, and he was just like chickpea, and that was it. And he was going <laughs> up against mafia, and he was just like, "I don't care. That's my partner. He's an old man. He's out of shape. He can't walk up a flight of stairs, but he was willing to go and take the mafia on to get his partner back." Yes, I that absolutely love that. That, that, that line. The t- tape doesn't stick to me because I'm so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about Scully is, yes, it's a it's a bit of a joke, but that man is ill and he wears his illnesses like a badge of honour. And yes, it is a bit of a joke, but as someone who has a few health problems, it's so refreshing to see that like, he just, he's like, yep. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, I love that. (laughs) Nobody should ever be ashamed of whatever's Mm -hmm. going on with them, regardless of what it is. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I, I quite like it as well because I don't think there were meant to be main characters in it, and they only got, no, like, they credits. They only got credits. I think it was after this because at the third season that the start mm-hmm. actually was in the opening. I like, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I cried buckets when they became the main people on the, you know, the lineup. Yeah. The, oh the, yes. When you fat when they fight when Gina finally got taken off and they got put in <laughs> on that spot, I cried my <laughs> eyes out. I was like. Yes. But is Scully's wife Kelly or is it his dog? That's what I found out in the last season, both. There was two Kellys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's why you've got to watch it three times. <laughs> like I said, it's in constant rotation. But no, um, I, I wanted to end this on, like I said, the, the best moment in Brooklyn Nine-Nine history. I'm sorry that I nearly ruined it. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it, though, so don't worry. Um, I will. <laughs> Oh, number five. Number four. Go on. Take it away then, Sam. Tell me why. <laughs> Come on, then. No. Ain't nothing <laughs> but a heartache. Hey. I the words. I mean, oh, that's, that's such a big lie because I am a huge Backstreet Boy fan. <laughs> Yeah. Number, four, number four, number four killed my brother. Oh, the murder! I see because that was always the big things with like Brooklyn Nine Nine. The openings, the yeah. first couple of minutes was always done. Like sometimes they had something to do with the, the like say the sh- episode, but most times it was just like a throwaway. Yeah. Like Hulk dancing and Jake forgetting the videos. Hulk wearing the red hat, but that yeah. Backstreet Boys part is that will go down in infamy. I've been absolutely Ooh. amazing. Absolute telly gold. That and this is what happens when you're naughty. Yeah. Yes. When everything's just burning behind him. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I just love Jake. I just love Jake's death metal impression as well. Staring to the maggot draw. <laughs> Lohan's, Lohan's cabin as well. Oh, Lohan's cabin. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, man, I miss Lohan. He was good. <laughs> e God, tonight has been so fun. I, <laughs> gen- I didn't think that we could get like on an emotional level with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'll always I find think... an emotional way to do something. Yeah. I didn't think Kev would nearly make you cry. Quite a few times as well, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> this part was like just on the verge quite a few times. Well, two, two seconds, Watch if, it back and you'll see my eyes change colour. <laughs> if, if I'm making you cry quite a few times, there's a simple way to solve this. <laughs> Don't be so mean. <laughs> just mean I, can about still, myself. I can still <laughs> hear you. <laughs> we don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I've got a volume control. <laughs> <laughs> but, but moving on. Yes. 
we're going to wrap this baby up. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah, as I said, it's been an absolute blast talking about the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, again, I'm just halfway through the last season again, so I've been blasting is this, through. Is this four? Is this, four? Is this, what, four or this is a, This is the fourth time. Like, see, fourth time. It's just, like as I said, if I can't think of anything to watch, because at the moment, Dexter's now finished. Uh, still waiting for the next episode of The Peacemaker, which is is really good. I would always recommend doing it. I know mm-hmm. the first episode didn't quite click, but it does get better. I will watch it. I'll, I will give it a chance. It's, it's James like Gunn. Com- I'm going to support James Gunn. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a comfort blanket TV yes. show. What it's, an amazing way to, to describe yeah, it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's taken over from community from the comfort blanket because the first few seasons of community was up there, but um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine doesn't have any lulls. There is, no? as I said, there's always a tough episode again, but again, the few and far betweens. But I think oh. the only... For how many times I've seen it though, Paul, never found the Duff episode. I really haven't. The only one I feel don't really like watching is when uh, the female captain comes in and thinks she's a spy. Um, that's the only one that and she's I, not. Yeah, mm. I, I yeah. don't. It's it's not a bad episode. It's just not one that I think yeah. stands out. But yeah, that's yeah. another cameo. She was in Bring It On. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think Brooklyn Nine Nine. Another cameo. Shows. That's what the episode's called. And another cameo. cameo. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine is just one of those shows where no matter what mood you're in, how you're feeling, you can watch something. You can put it on. You can can pick an episode. And do you know what? You can just shut your brain off and have a giggle. Yeah, and 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 just watch it, watch your people, like watch your like watch your friends, because that's how mm-hmm. honestly this is how connect this is how connected I get to people through. To, and it might sound really stupid, but it's just how well characters can be written yeah. that mm-hmm. I can feel the way that I do. I see them like I'm just gonna go and watch my friends. Yeah, like Downton Abbey. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think they're my family sometimes. So I go on. <laughs> the amount of times I sit, the amount of times I get to the last episode of Downton Abbey and I cry because I'm like I'm not ready. I'm not ready to. I need to go back. I'll yeah. just. I'll just have to go back to Lord Grantham again. I go over ridiculous, and people think it's such a bad quality, but I really love it about myself. <laughs> no, no, it's um, a sign of a well-written character. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And again, moving on to Sunday's episode, we'll be talking about some very well-written characters there as yes. well. But yes, um, before Kev. Tells us but... how tells us how bad the last series are. <laughs> oh no, the, the last season pulled it back for me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, come and join us on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'll think about it. <laughs> you are in the same house as Charlotte, so I am. But I like to, I like to try and stay positive. Uh, I really don't. I, <laughs> I don't just want to say you know what it is. It got really crap. Yeah. No, that's fine. But uh, yeah, you see, I, as Sam said, I've enjoyed talking about this. Actually, yeah, it's. I've not said as much as I thought. I've been enjoying listening to you. I think more than uh, than I was expecting. But that's been quite a good thing. I think that's yeah. because of how much you love it, and you want to you want to hear other people love it just as much as you do, and just know and have that reassurance that mm-hmm. what your what your how you're feeling is completely valid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if they didn't like it. Yeah, I'm, I know that. Uh, it's just it's just uh, always com- nice coming to from the guy that's just watch his last watch that last uh, been watching the Twilight series again, and I'm still loving it now. So hey, yeah. you do you. <laughs> you do me. <laughs> That's a joke there, but I think we started off and I'm not going to end with the same type of smut, so it's fine. <laughs> we end with a, a nice different note. type of smut. <laughs> the email just uh, info at nearly up north to request Charlotte's feet pictures. Um, <laughs> 15 quid a pick. Yep, you have to go through Kev to get You have them to go first. through Kev, exactly. <laughs> 
15 oh, people, Charlotte, 20 and family only. As long as it's only a few that can live with that. That's going to be the tagline of the podcast. Pimping Charlotte's, Charlotte's feet out. out. <laughs> and there was a cameo. Charlotte's feet were the cameo. That's the thing. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to... That is literally my tag on, on Instagram. Um, we pimped Charlotte's feet. And there was a cameo. But yes, please. Again, if you if you this is the first time you've tuned in because we did have a lot of followers thanks to we Donna did. today. So thank we you very did. much. Thank you. Thank you. I promise to work on the mic issue. I don't know what it is, but it's pissed us off. But oh, <laughs> it's not being too bad, man. It's yeah. just. Yeah, what it is. Yeah. We heard you. Yeah. You heard us. That's the important cool. thing. Very good. But like I say, follow us on uh, the Facebook group, Nerdy Rough Morph Community, uh, Instagram, iTunes, um, YouTube, um, Twitter, Spotify, Spotify uh, Audible, and Charlotte's Boot Club is starting soon. So she's starting to post now. Now she's, now she's now she's now she's out of jail. Out of jail. Um, <laughs> Jake's Twitch streaming. Yeah, Jake sent yeah. up his Twitch, isn't he? Yep, so that's going to be quite interesting. And again, hopefully get the Mario Kart uh, tournament started in the next few weeks where mm-hmm. I'll get a beat Martinique again, which is quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Shit thanks again. <laughs> Keep an eye out if you're out and about for the cards yeah. that we were given out as well. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to say for the I famous thought... Donna there as well. So, yes, yeah. 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 Look famous Donna. Famous if you Donna. spot Donna in the wild, get a photo. Her... Get it on the Facebook group. But yeah, so same bat time, same bat channel, guys. Dear nerdy, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.